Hey, folks, sorry about last week. Lo siento. We did have a show last week, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. We almost didn't have one this week. No. You were we radio didn't. silent, and now I know why. Yeah, I hadn't even thought of it. I was going to call you well, out. Let's not ruin it. <laughs> no, I was going to call you out and be like, what the fuck? Like, how come you're not hitting me up about the podcast? You're just going to let this week go by? And now no. I know why. Yeah, I, and when you, I'm glad you did, because I, yeah. I, I, I was, yeah, I wasn't feeling it. But, when, but I'll spell out why. Mm. And we'll learn all kinds of new things about anatomy and growing right. old together. Oh, oh, oh. I think this is a good pod. It started good. It's, and then Golden Voice just, he had to pontificate. He was in the mood to, yeah. he was ready to let you know since we're, since we're where he's politically at right now. Since we're in the intro and we did, did you recall last week's intro, the billion dollar Powerball, if, if two cousins Yeah, fucked. if we fucked, yeah. Kristen called me sometime <clears throat> last week and she goes, you absolutely 100% do not have my permission to fuck your cousin. I don't care how much money there is. I was like, it's 500 mil, Kristen. She's like, I would have to live with you for the rest of your life. <laughs> As a cousin fucker. In the head about. You're a cousin fucker. So, You'd be fucked in the head. So I know. She's like, no. Yeah, there is that. And I was like, about. And, the, and then somehow or another that got me thinking, like, like what would you, like, so, and I came up with a hypothetical. All right. And and the trick to me was, it's got to be a good payout, but one that's going to really make you question what you have to do for it. <sighs> 250K. You're not retiring on this money. Mm. $250,000, mm. but you have to be alone in a room for 60 minutes with Rocco Sofredi, and he can do whatever the fuck he wants to you. <laughs> no. For no. 250K. Can I fight back? Can I try to avoid? No, you, I mean... I just have to take it. If yeah. he decides he wants to rape my butthole, that's yeah, it. If, if gonna, I have if, to if he's gonna violently throat, throat, yeah. throat fuck the shit out of me, yeah. I have to... No, no. Nah, dog. Not for $250,000? Nah, Lee's been really successful lately. She could probably make that in a few years. <laughs> Half a mil? No. A mil. I don't want to be raped, man. <laughs> this is a different hypothetical. Okay. You're just being thrown into a gorilla pit. With, with, an, with a hyper-violent sexual man. There's no dollar amount? No, I probably not. I don't, $500 million? No. <laughs> no. I, I don't want to be physically raped. There's no coming back from that. <laughs> like, my life is irrevocably changed. But is it rape if you decided to go do it for the money? Isn't it basically... Yeah, no, because point? I'd be fighting. <laughs> he, he'd win. But I'd be fighting. You know? I'll throw a fuck you now. Yeah, I'd Aww. fight that too. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> when do but, I get my check? <laughs> no, yeah, it's not. Uh, that's a different. Okay. I mean, it seems like you would. Uh, there, I, there's a you're, threshold. You're, you're going into the room for 250k. There, there, you're going for, in. For, yes, you are. No, because I already did the math. Like that, I couldn't even pay off my house note with that. Like it's not worth <laughs> it. Five hundred million. Uh, Are you going all the way? That's where the thought came from. I said, short of harming anyone or doing something sexually gross with a relative, I don't know that you could name too much that I wouldn't at least consider doing for $500 million. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'd renounce my citizenship. And like become, I, I'd do I, that for a thousand. I'm saying, like, and like, and like, <laughs> never be able to come back. There'd yeah. be a, any number of things I would do, but yeah, I'm not gonna kill anyone unless I can really be convinced they deserve it. Yeah, and have to have like solid, like Mitch McConnell. Well, I don't want to do this <laughs> in the intro because you're setting a bad taste. But like, you know, someone with an actual pedo, not one of these QAnon, right? But like an actual like serial pedo, some Catholic. 
cardinal mm. that's in such a position of power and that he'll yeah. never be brought to a... Yeah, that'd be two for me because I get to kill a pedo and a, and a priest. Yours would take on a theological <laughs> bent as well, for like, sure. where's your God now? Yeah, as you're choking. Yeah, exactly. Right. But no, like, I'd have to be hard convinced morally that this mm. person needed to be killed because... Well, what if it like? What if the requirement was like you got to be up close and personal for this death? You can't shoot them from a hundred. If I have to do it, yeah. I mean, because I mean, like, you think you'd be able to strangle somebody? No, people don't understand strangulation. It's a five minute process. It's not a process with this cardinal pedo. How are you taking him out? As quickly as possible. I can still use a gun up close, right? Then a headshot. End it there. Let's take the gun out of it. It's got to be hands or blades. Hmm. I, I guess, guess I could just choke him out, put him to sleep. Uh, what What I would do is just rewatch the scene in Gangs of New York where Bill's teaching how to, you know the kills. Just stab the, him in the. This is a kill. Yeah, a I, kill. I mean that's a different level. That's a different level. It's a pretty dark one too. But the payout's huge. Yeah, and, and you know and, he's a piece and, of shit. I, and I'm not doing it for what he what he's done. I'm doing it for doing to, it for to the money. no to prevent uh, what he <laughs> will do. And the money. If someone convinced me this guy has been doing it for forty years and he's sixty, yeah. And I would say, oh, well, he's probably got another 20 in him, and yeah. nothing's going to stop him now. Yeah. So the reason I'm killing him is not as punishment for what he's already done. It's to stop him from doing it's to, more. It's to prevent and the lives a, that he will inevitably payout. ruin and the $500 million. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, that's a, such a dumb question, really, because if you told me I could prevent suffering from countless victims in the mm-hmm. future yeah. and— Make five hundred thousand dollars, but maybe have to deal with the nightmares. Yeah, but, but then also know that I've saved countless lives from suicide, from drug yeah. addiction, from all number of different things. Like I'll find a way to live with myself, one <laughs> fucking jet ski yeah. in first or not even first class jet of my own yeah. at a time. How'd you get this jet? Well, back in twenty twenty one, I got a, a fucking contract Dundee sized Bowie knife. <laughs> Headed over to the Vatican. <laughs> Found this old Italian pedo who was hiding in the towers, and I knifed him about a dozen times. And then as he was dying, I peed in his eyes. And then I cut his dick off as a trophy. Next thing you know, this this fucking Scandinavian dude's cutting me a check for five hundred mil. I turned actually, I took his dick and turned it into a clubhead cover. Have a look. And here we. That's are. not Italian leather. Well. Now, it technically is. Now do what you came here for and drink that scotch in front of me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do what you're hired to do. I'm going to watch you sip that McAllen 20. I, I, if I had $500 million. <laughs> I mean, it's so seductive. Because yeah. it's just like, it's for me, it's just the ability to kill boredom forever. Yeah, you could do whatever I you might want. be bored with $500 million. Yeah. But it's not likely. Sure. Because it's really hard to be bored on a yacht. You could do whatever you want, and you would live with the comfort of knowing you could afford whatever you needed. So even if on your 2,000th day of being a multimillionaire, you found out you had prostate cancer, well, I can find the best prostate doctor in the world and pay him without even going through insurance to fix it and go right back to my yacht. Well, you'd hope. But yeah, I mean, you have the best shot at it. Right. You wouldn't live in fear of paying the rent and what if I get sick and all that shit. Here's something that most don't think about. With $500 million, I'm not going to the doctor. 
I right. have one on retainer that either lives on my massive yacht with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I hire someone who doesn't have any aspirations to be running a 45-year practice. Right. I hire the guy that wants to make more money in 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll pay you a million dollars a year to just – you're just here. You're yeah. my doctor. You're on the yacht intercom. Hey, Ben, my prostate's going to need another exam in about yeah. a half hour. <laughs> So, uh, did it yesterday. So, yeah, well, we'll see you in 20. <laughs> Time keeps going down. Uh, call at 15. Uh, but yeah, like I, I'm not going to waste time. I'm going to make, yeah. and I, for me, that's not, it's like the lifestyle of the, of the elite. Yeah, it's all the things that people bitch about when they don't have it. Right. But I would compensate people so well. Sure. Because I'm trying to ultimately, there's an understanding that you don't care about anything but the money. Mm-hmm. But let me make this sweeter for you. I, if if Vivian has her own protection team, mm-hmm. I want them to be kind of faceless. They're just like a perfectly formed group of people that she never sees. Right. But they're there, and I want them to have a vested interest in her protection. So mm-hmm. I'm going to highly pay them. Really pay them well. I'm going to have their families well taken care of. All right. the things that will cut tie to, them. Cut to the next holiday party where Leah's going, he just thinks I'm going to get red, red, red. He's like, actually, you won't because I have this team of ninjas yeah. surrounding you. They're basically ninjas, but they walk around you in a perfect diamond, and yeah. they know exactly where you are <laughs> any minute, and that you've never seen so them. So I'm not worried. Go to any parking garage you want yeah. to. Yeah. Anywhere. In, one time, if you do see them, you might think they're the rapist. I promise. <laughs> I promise you they're not. Yeah, that's my that's where my head's at. It's just this just yeah, I'll stab a priest. I'll stab dollars. a priest. It's rape some kids. <laughs> a pedophile priest. I just said it's rape some kids. Yeah, I'm not gonna just walk up to a priest. That seems like counterproductive. That's easy money. Oh man. Five hundred million. I, I mean I, it's almost like I might take pleasure. That might be the problem. You're not like saying the kids' names <laughs> while you're thrusting the knife. You're like, yeah, helicopter. <laughs> My own doctor. Like, oh, you beef every day. I bought the Braves. Sushi <laughs> <laughs> chef in my house. <laughs> oh, personal McDonald's, like on the movie, Richie Rich. <laughs> I bought the Biltmore State. <laughs> Just with each stab, you know. I'm a doctor now just because because I bought it whatever you know like just whatever (laughs) every day did I just come I came how'd you get on the course well long story actually not too long I killed a pedo priest and here we are for some reason a Norwegian guy paid me (laughs) half a billion dollars to kill a pedo pedo priest it's a big atheist community up there in the Scandinavian region QAnon am I right they don't they don't like the priests (laughs) for the religion or the pedophilia So it was a two bird one stone thing for them, and I, got I asked him why he was giving me all his money. He said he was just turned seventy two, so it didn't matter anyway. I don't know what that means. <laughs> he might have thrown himself. I, I think his face is missing now. Yeah, well, Jesus, buddy. <laughs> that guy. Anyways, enjoy, enjoy the show. It's mostly good. It's mostly fight, good. Fight, fight, you'll know what to fight through, but sure. enjoy yourselves. See you next week. Bye. I really, my mind is proud. I think we have a solid bit of time. We're recording. Oh, okay. It's rolling.
No, well, I just BLM asking. is not a terrorist organization. I, I just want to get that out there. <laughs> I think you're pushing too hard on that. Well, you know. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> potato, Whoa. potato. So what's going on? Big news? Anything? Um, quick, you want to do quick hits? I hear the guys in the New Age shock jocks now with their overproduced radio shows. Let's do the quick hits. The quick five and five. Like, okay. Uh, Are we re- we're no, reverting? No, um, I heard on the radio today that Tom Cruise is going into outer space. That sounds right. Apparently they're going to make a Mission Impossible. In space. In and he space. Would, and he doesn't do stunts. And he's going. Or he does all the stunts. They're going to film, probably not all of it, but they're going to. He does. Oh, okay. You're they're, filming. They're going to film some of Mission Impossible in space gonna, at the International Space Station. I'm going to fuck up this chair on purpose. <laughs> no, just saying it because I definitely didn't do this. I, I, I would have to be scooting into where my gut. Look at this. My gut. It, one, it doesn't hit. Two, it's rubbing. It's rubbing right there. It's rubbing. Dude, look at the table. I don't. It's, it's not touching it, the table. There's no, clearance here. Go under and lean back a little. I wouldn't be able to. Have you ever seen me go lock it and then go back? It doesn't matter. There was the easiest explanation. For, for context, that, Brent desk. fucking shoehorned the shit out of me and blamed me for this chair scuff yeah. to the owner of our studio. Wow. And uh, while I applaud his getting out of the situation with a quick exit by throwing someone underneath the bus, because I'm happy to do that. I had no other explanation. Anyways. Because nobody sits in that So chair. Tom Cruise is going to space. He's going to space. Apparently, they're going to film part of it at the International Space Station. Apparently, he's just hopping on one of Elon Musk's uh, jets, and he's just going to ride on up to the space station. That's awesome. And I guess other people have to go, too. It's not the like more Tom Cruise pe- can what film ma- What excites me about this is the more people do this kind of stuff with Elon mm-hmm. and go up in these... the the assuredness that one of these famous people will die and make my Sunday morning <laughs> is it goes up. You don't like Tom Cruise? You don't like I don't Tommy dislike. C? I don't. I don't dislike Tom Cruise. To I don't know him. Per- no, that's not the point. I'm uh, saying it's the idiots that'll join this Elon train that he thinks his. You know, the man's head's the size of one of his rockets. So it's <laughs> like more and more celebrities. But well, I can just go to space. I have a million dollars. I can give like a million, five million, whatever. And they're going to pay right, well, it. Well, then there's the question. So here, hold on. Let me get it all out. To die? I don't want anyone to die. But I also know that I won't give a shit when they do. Like, right. a, like a guy I was reading an article the other day, moose hunter in this massive state park gets eaten by a bear. Mm-hmm. Attacked and I'm sure partially eaten by a bear. Yeah. And, uh, I, uh, I didn't applaud. It wasn't like something that I woke up that morning and say, I sure hope a bear fucking kills a hunter today. Right. But when I read the article, I was certainly like, fuck yeah. For, but it's always sad because while I celebrate the bear being a bear mm-hmm. and, a, and a hunter going in for 10-day like super trip to kill a bunch of elk, I applaud that if, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't like – I feel sad when I read the story because I know the bear is going to die. Mm. So it's along that same logic Assuming where it's like – it, right? this Only in this case it would be more like, oh, I feel bad for that rocket. That rocket didn't deserve that. <laughs> didn't, it didn't deserve to have yeah. Tom Cruise and what other – because you know what's going to happen. If Tom goes up there, mm-hmm. some other A-list and then down the B-list celebrities are going to be like, I'm going to – Dude, they live for Instagram, right? Everyone lives for that quick hit social media culture, right? Yeah. What better post? They try to one-up themselves, these rich people, with their posts. So now one of them's doing a spacewalk and the other dude. Uh, we could definitely lose a Kardashian in space. I, 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 I put the whole tribe on. I mean, let them. I mean, she's. I, I got a, 
I have a thinking on Kim. Have you you could keep the two Jenner girls because one of them's the wealthiest person ever right now, and the other one. Oh yeah, right, right. The other one's, uh, you know, objectively hot. You can keep those two. Kim Kardashian. Uh, but the three Kardashian I'm reading, sisters. I, I'm reading something, and it was. <laughs> it wasn't Buzzfeed. It wasn't something else. It was like a, re- a realistic thing. She's trying to be a lawyer now. Well, she has gotten like. Somehow or another, she's doing civil. She's, she's doing she's uh, prison reform. She got people pardoned via Trump. By Trump, but she's now she's trying to be a lawyer. Oh, Kanye West. Now go. this is. I want to. I want America to understand what's what's happening here. Is Kim Kardashian involving herself with politics when mm-hmm. she knows that the politician in place, even though I'm not a politician, will give her the limelight and make her. It gives her the appearance. It's the with every trickle and every person that she talks about prison reform and every meeting with a with a real politician or Donald Trump. She distances herself from Ray J. Right. That big old fucking cock that we all saw that was like, oh, shit, Kim K's getting digged down. And mm. she's thick. Why is it? Been, like, I watched that video. It never really hit for me. I didn't see it. Not, not, I mean, she, it's a weird body. I think she's gross naked. Listen, so. it's a weird body just because it's so out of proportion kind of, but it's still good at the same time. I but nonetheless, with every, I, I know you don't. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. It, she is a good looking woman. You cannot say, uh, no, say you're gross. fucking stupid. She you're, looks gross. you're really dumb. She looks like she smells like makeup. No, just be a and fucking objective problem. for one time in your life and take away your Radikowskis, your ideal win- woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pussy quiver girl compared to Kim Kardashian. <laughs> I gotta pick one. You gotta have, no, I'm saying that's how far a fucking difference we are apart right now. You're, yeah. For you to not say that she is objectively a good-looking woman, yeah, for, attractive I woman. Did a great job. No, go back all the way. Those girls had that fucking Persian line or some shit. Not the one. Not King Kong in the middle. Hey, everyone t- bites a bullet, and every family, <laughs> everyone bites a bullet. And the, the younger one. Looks we've like, talked about looks like she got on this podcast. We've talked about our own experience. I had shovel face. The girls are pretty. The Kardashian girls are just like. Anyways, Good, better, better. I don't want to get mad at you for just being a fucking idiot about Kim Kardashian. I'm not asking you. I, I personally am actually more in agreement with you on this. She mm-hmm. turns me off, not yeah. because of the video, yeah. not because of her marriage I, to Kanye I, West. I will acknowledge that people think she's attractive. That's still stupid. But I don't think she, she is. is fucking attractive. By any metric, right? It's mm-hmm. all about symmetry. Yeah. Any Even though her ass is the size of fucking Wyoming... The rest of her is symmetrically almost aligned. She I is like butt, but not that much. I know that's it's too much gross. butt. Honestly, I don't have enough dick for that. I used to when I would watch videos of girls like on porn with the really big but awesome, still awesome yeah. asses, but not too much. Right. Like a perfect example is Alexis Texas. Mm-hmm. Love her work. There's yeah. one video I can't find. I mean, it was my go-to nutbuster for like two years. Like if I, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised you even sought out the big booty porn because I've noticed the trend in butt porn. Like, if the big butt is the focus, there's usually some ass-eating in there. Or anal. Yeah, or both. Yeah, but there's plenty. This is the this is the internet's undefeated. I'm just bro. surprised that you go like that. You would seek out the big booty porn, knowing that the big booty Look, hole might get a ton. I think you know enough. We both know enough about our porn watching for you to understand and appreciate that when I go into it, I'm not putting in big booty. I'm usually shopping. I'm usually shopping by a, right. a, spe- a specific person. Right. If that person, in this case, like Alexis, see, here's the thing about Alexis. Let's give her a. I don't think she's had a moment in the sun on TPTO. Here's the thing about Alexis, Texas. I can tell you that she is not that pretty without all of the hoopla. Mm-hmm. She's got that like. 
Texas face. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. When the makeup's right, though, and, he, and this is what you know hits for me, it's that I don't want them to look like perfectly symmetrical Kim Kardashian. She looks like yeah, a that's not, barbecue restaurant. But again, you always find the worst fucking... It's the very fu- first one. I can't say it's not. I mean, it shouldn't be. Let's go down. Go to the second. Come on. Okay, that's riding you reverse cowgirl. You like blow your fucking... You're so fucking stupid. I, why are we going down this route? Good God. It's a fat ass. It's a, it's a fat woman with fat legs and, and meaty arms. She looks like she can take me down in a wrestling match. You are so fucking stupid. No, that picture's okay, but I don't even know if that's her. Doesn't look that is great. definitely her. Anyways, I'm not going into this with Alexis, Texas. Fucking Miss Piggy in people form right You're there. You're still stupid. You're still so fucking stupid. Anyways. <laughs> I don't like fat girls, and I know it bothers Those you. Those are not fucking fat, girl. oh, fat girls. Please go look up fat, fat girls. Please pull up a fat girl. That's not girl. a fat girl? That's it's a Alexis, thick girl? That's Alexis, Texas. That looks yeah, like I, me in a fucking gold onesie. This is this is what I look like with my shirt off. Take away the the maybe the B cup boob she's got right here. This is you know this is what I look like. I I, I don't naked. I can't. It's so fucking stupid what you're saying that I wonder about other things. That's how stupid you've started out the pod. <laughs> she looks like she could be in pro wrestling. It doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. She does amazing things on camera. I enjoy watching Alexis Texas. I don't always watch her Alexis Texas. She had a that's early when before the makeup. There's bad shots across the internet at the AVN Awards. I bet you're fuck. It's like never meet your heroes. I don't want to meet my favorite porn stars in real life because I don't want to fucking see what the day to day grind does to these people. Mm. Anyways, but she has this look when they make her up just right. What makes her look like? Hey, this reminds me of a girl I used to know. Mm-hmm. And that's really all it is. It's, and then right. happen, who happens to right. have a fat ass? Like it's, your favorite current porn stars are basically your wife. My wife. <laughs> I, I don't, hey, and I'm happy with that. That's I. All that tells me is I married exactly what I wanted, and right. I got it. Right. So as did Andy, I. What were we fucking talking about before we went down to Lexus, Texas? As did I. And my wife doesn't look like this. No, that's the worst <laughs> fucking shot you can find. I mean, I agree with you. This is. That's her after not. She actually, funny enough, Tyan, she kind of looks like the King Kong Kardashian right there. She does a little, a little bit like her in that. You know. Now there's like. Anyways. What was Kardashian? You fucking pissed me off so much. What were we talking about before we even got down this? Uh, outer space, celebrity death. Well, get back to that then, because <laughs> this, it's just. Well, when you were talking about big butt porn. And, yeah, well. And celebrity deaths in space. Anyways, they will be fighting with each other for Instagram spaces, and inevitably, I'm, I'm sorry to tell. I mean, I want a situation like that movie Gravity. Mm-hmm. I want the whole Kardashian clan up there when and Kanye West. Uh, sure, when a, when the when P- Putin decides to uh, get rid of some old sp- Soviet era spy satellites, but doesn't tell anybody that the explosion is going to you know spark some crazy debris coming at these people at you know five times the speed of a bullet. Yeah. And now the Kardashians are up there, you know, just getting riddled yeah. with fucking quick, space that'd debris. Be a quick death. I would I would depending on who it was, I'd rather hear, you know, so and so suffocated today due to lack mm. of oxygen on the International Space Station. That's all you're gonna hear. <laughs> I mean when you die up when you die, I don't know if you Did I you mean, see that movie? What? Gravity? Is that the Sandra Bullock yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah. With George Clooney? We went and saw that. Really in it? He's kind of in it. He's in, in it spirit, pretty much. Yeah. We don't want to give away. But the thing about Spoiler that. Spoiler alert. Gravity. So, you know, my mom, she uh, she, she, bears, she bears witness. <laughs> and, uh, no, she. I will bear witness. <laughs> witness me. Witness me. Uh, bear witness. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't even know if that place burned, for by Halloween. the way. I have no follow-up on this. <laughs> for Halloween, just give your mom... I a, will bear witness. For Halloween this year, just give your mom a silver spray paint can and just say, just spray spray in your mouth whenever, and yell, bear witness. Whenever things in California are going wrong... Bear witness! <laughs> <laughs> we should get a trend started, like you the Tide shiny Pons. shiny and chrome. Oh, my God. Well, that would be a good way to, to get a little social media trend that, you know, gets all the boomers up in arms. These kids are just spraying their faces with fucking bear witness <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube and shit. No, but uh, Mom's a big fan of space. That's one of her many interests. She, she's the grandma named Luna. And right? the fact that the place that she was bearing witness to was a conservatory with, one, with a high-powered telescopic right. whatever. Uh, well, she was really excited about this film. As, as was I. I Al- Alfonso Cuarón's a... No, who did that one? Were we talking about Gravity still? Yeah. Okay. I, can't, I think it was Cuarón, but anyways, fantastically excited about it. Leah, her biggest fear is space. Quite literally. Like, not snakes, not uh, heights. She, the idea of space and the vacu- like the uh, inability for us to be, to live in it. Right is fundamentally at her core terrifying but she agreed to go to see this thing in uh, 3D at the IMAX theater I've never been to an IMAX theater in my life I think I'm more scared of the ocean just because I could be there exactly there's, there's no chance I saw, I space. tried to sell her on that and I'm like space might as well be time she, travel has for she us. seen the abyss with Ed Harris I doubt it because that's like going into space basically yeah. you know there's aliens well in the, we know the less the about our ocean at its at its depths than we than we know about space. Right. We know more about space. That's the way I should have said that. We, can, we know more well, about well, space. Yeah, we, we know more about our atmosphere and and our right. and our and the spatial content beyond Earth than we do about right. the Marianas Trench. To a point, at some point, it turns into theory, like yeah. scientific theory. But you can. But prove mathematically that out. inclined, right. right? You can you can. But like, physici- what, what's physici- at the deepest point of the ocean? An animal that I don't want to meet. <laughs> I'll be honest. With it's you. probably I, I spiky. I, I don't know what's looking. down there. I imagine those, like the angler fish with the floating thing in front of them, like Finding Nemo. Yeah, yeah, those are real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like a cartoon made up thing. I I get the chills. I don't even like it when they dive on like the Titanic and the camera is kind of zooming over all that rust. And yeah. Meanwhile, you've got James Cameron jerking off in a corner and telling you all about it. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, that's two miles down. You ever see the? You ever see the footage? Or a mile down? Is it a mile down? I can't remember. What are we looking at? I can't. Uh, maybe uh, it was a squid. There was a deep sea oil drill with cameras. This was a few years ago mm-hmm. that caught for the first time, I think, uh, a giant squid. A giant squid. Yeah. But it wasn't what people thought it was because it had uh, joints. Yeah. In the tentacles, where it like looked like fucking like one of the aliens from Independence Day. I don't. I mean, they, the, some Japanese fishermen <laughs> got a still shot of mm-hmm. a giant squid too, and the thing. I mean, I don't even want to. I watched a, a Netflix documentary last week called My Teacher the Squid or My Squid Teacher. Mm-hmm. And it's this 45-minute documentary that will have you crying if you have a any heart at all. But this guy just swims for 350 – I see. Three, it's got joints. Yeah. I saw that. Three hundred For 352 days straight during a hard time in his life, he's diving with a squid. He meets a squid, mm. an octopus I should say. Mm. This small female – there's a bond there. It's actually it'd be great for the girls if they'd be interested in, if they watch mm. that kind of thing. I'm not sure if they do. They probably wouldn't. But it's it's really good. And he, he he's going through this hard time in his life, so he starts every day he's going to go down there mm. 
and interact or at least swim around and see what happens. Mm-hmm. So it's all about his trials and tribulations with this squid, yada, yada, yada. He doesn't fall in love with it or anything, does he? No, but it's watching <laughs> this... That took a turn. It does. It d- this got weird. It turns into an episode of fucking Always Sunny, and Frank goes too far with the squid. Yeah. Uh, no, it was just... Uh, you watch this fucking octopus, and you're like, all right, this is an incredible animal. But my mm-hmm. mind is where you're at, saying... Now there's a giant one of these? Yeah. Like, what could possibly... Yeah, like, and where do I need to avoid? Like, where... Right. I mean, I know we never see these things, so it seems like I'm safe. I'm, right. It seems like I'm more likely to get eaten by a shark, which is still incredible odds than right. it would be. But still, mm-hmm. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to be in that submersible. If you gave me the choice between... <clears throat> if I was forced to choose a space flight with Elon Musk... Or a deep Marianas trench dive with James Cameron. Mm. I'm going to space with Elon. I'm gonna have to suffer my my way through space. This is James Cameron, Cameron, the greatest pioneer. No hill too steep, no hose too deep. That's right, James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite. He's trying to find the bar. We've lowered the bar. It just keeps going down in the ocean. I think I would go to space too, just for that moment, like in Apollo 13, where you're the weightlessness. I would want to uh, experience the weightlessness. So you can do that here, right? I know, but I would do no, like for real. They take you up in a plane and then they just nose dive it and they, they did take for you Apollo up. 13. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine a whole film of that? I just, I just wonder how they shot that. Like, how many times did they have to <sighs> put on their astronaut outfits and go up and go down and go up? Like, like, there's so much of that movie that is weightlessness. And combining that with setting, like, how do you keep them on this 1968-looking right. craft? From what I remember, it's only like a 30, maybe 60-second interval. At like longest ever well, shot, like, like like the the weightlessness. Because I'm I'm picturing the my mind because nosedive for ten minutes. If you think about it, if we probably stopped and thought about it, I bet it's only a very limited it's amount of time brief. that you see them floating. Because the rest of the movie, they're just standing in that capsule, freezing their ass off. Yeah, but even there, they're they're like knocking but, around. And they got but, the radio right, that, floating by next to them. My point is, man, it's like point. if you think about like think about the movie uh, Nightmare Before. Christmas with Dan- the Danny Elfman made with the the claymation. They have to literally like pose, take a shot, pose slightly different, take a shot. It took it took Danny Elfman I think three years of constant filming and adjusting to make a ninety minute stop motion movie. Yeah. In Apollo thirteen, if you have, I think a minute's being pretty generous. If you have sixty seconds of drop to right. shoot a weightlessness scene, and there's thirty minutes of weightlessness weightlessness footage in the movie like how long yeah. did it take to do that it seems like they, with the phone we'd probably have an answer I'm just not that interested <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's a really cool thing but anyways you would go to space I would do space because I feel like I'm more likely to come back I'd be afraid that something would buckle and something would That's snap the thing. in it's, the it's inescapable death if something goes wrong and either either way, way. Either way, yeah. 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 I think I would rather suffocate in space than be crushed to death under the weight of the ocean. The thing about that, though, <laughs> if we're keeping it scientific, if something goes wrong in that submersible mm. and you're fucking however many miles down in the Marianas Trench, there's no oh-no moment. Your head just explodes. I mean, right. it's the pressure is just pulverate. Uh, you just become jelly, mm. I guess. And same thing. At least they're in space now. 
I don't know. Like, if you if there's a small breach, is it right. a slow like sucking of oxygen that you like? That would be worse yeah. to me. Yeah. But I, I, all I'll say is, assuming in this scenario that it's a catastrophic failure, mm-hmm. I would I'd rather be in space. I'd rather be in space too, just because I feel like even if even if it is a worse death. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'd get a heads up. And you need to jerk off, maybe. <laughs> exactly. You'd want One more up. time. Yeah. There's none. There, you're not jerking off. I'd be like Elon. Like, if it's over, it's over. Let's <laughs> fucking throw this thing into high power and see how far away. Let's see, let's see how close to the sun we are. <laughs> With our dicks out. Woo! <laughs> let's take our dicks out. We'll, we'll we'll get some bonus. Keep the cam rolling. Keep the camera going, and let's just haul ass as fast as this. Rocket you built yeah. into the sun, yeah, and we'll maybe we'll shoot a load right as we get uh, into <laughs> first solar flare. You and me, Elon, give me that neural net shit. Let's go. There's a I read an article in Scientific Magazine that the, the, the sun may be, and of course you read these things, and the maybe is important, but of what we know, maybe the most perfectly spherical object in the universe. Hmm. So the Earth isn't a perfect sphere. No, no, kind of like an eyeball shape. I don't think that's true. But then again, I don't want to get into a flat earther thing here. I'm not really – I'm just saying they, they seem right, to – right, Mr. Flat Earth and Seth Green rapes kids. What else you got? Oh, that's funny. Double funny. Not the funny part about raping kids. <laughs> but they – there's a new asteroid mm. and they're studying this right now. I was reading this last night. This one guy feels pretty secure and, again, you can't be certain until they get a reading around it. Mm-hmm. It ha- and the only way they do that is when it rotates so that they can see the sun light hitting it. That's where right. they get all their data from. But anyways, this guy's pretty certain it's one of the old rockets that we launched in the early 60s. Hmm. He said it's not unheard of, and we suspected that it happens. We, in fact, the first time was a, a rocket from 1966, part of the, the uh, Gemini program. But they think this might be one of the earlier ones from the and Centaur rocket programs. It's the boosters. It's, the, it's, it's the massive rocket. Well, it, it went just up. collected space barnacles or something? No, no, no. It's just it went up. Well, yeah, I think over time. Who knows what's been hitting it when it's mm-hmm. traversing? Because it never ceases. Like Apollo thirteen, when they dis or uh, not, not really so much the uh, well maybe Armageddon. Yeah, they had boosters, mm-hmm. but when those things blast, you know, there's the separation. End of yeah. movie for them. Right. Except it's not. Well, at least for its life. Now right. it's just sh- like you said. Now it's shooting towards the sun or whatever mm-hmm. that was fixed location was. So these things went up, did a whole orbit around the um, around the or went around the moon. Ooh, I gotta get that. Say six. Uh, yeah, no, I've thought about that before. How like sorry, it was the how very distinctly uh, human it is. Like, let's go explore space mm-hmm. and let's just leave shit out there too. Oh, there's a lot of it, man. <laughs> a lot of it, and that's well, what's I'm, great about this movie. Is I was actually looking at this while you were out of the room there. Mm-hmm. I agree that it's slightly overrated. I, I would just I don't even want to read the rest of what he's saying. I actually agree with that. Mm-hmm. Still a good movie though. Yeah, it, good movies can be overrated. Forrest Gump honestly is overrated. I know that's going to blow. A lot of people, and especially especially when you consider Tom Hanks is raping and eating kids. Yeah, well, that's before I knew it was still overrated. Anyway, <laughs> Seth Green, but that's what this one kind of touches on Steven is Spielberg. we don't even know the average member of the human race on the planet Earth really doesn't even know how much space garbage we've dumped. I mean, we have this. We're poisoning the earth, mm-hmm. clean energy. But in the meantime, we've probably, between the Soviet space race, we've dumped all yeah. kinds of shit. Why don't we just take our trash, like, because it's piling up yeah. know, in landfills. Why don't we, like, why isn't there a program to just 
shoot it shoot out, out of space. space. Yeah, let's just and send our because that's the welcome I want to make <laughs> when our shit just the accidentally hits into some yeah, you, faraway it, mining colony the for a warlike fucking. <laughs> Crazy <laughs> celestial. Fucking, fucking aliens come down and they have. They have all of our shit. It's like a milk carton alien army. It's the Transformers, but in reverse. Because all of our shit comes. It's the worst smelling alien. You smell like my garbage. That is my garbage. Optimus, prime my ass. No, no, you just aim it at the sun and just incinerate your trash with the world's biggest ball of fire. Yeah, let's just send it out. Yeah, I'm I mean, all if, about if we're, yeah. I mean, if we don't want to turn into no, 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 idiocracy, we'll no, listen, and the everywhere. best part, I told you about the show where... It's uh, in the future, and they're on a spaceship that's like a cruise ship. Did mm-hmm. I tell you about this? Odyssey. No, no, this is a new one. On I, I think it's had its run on HBO. Yeah, I watched it. It's with, not called Odyssey, Hugh, though. It does Laurie. have Hugh Laurie in yeah, it. Yeah, I watched most of it. I didn't finish it. Well, they cover this really well about how how gravity <laughs> works, right? <laughs> because they're saying, oh, we'll just send them out. Yeah. Just like we would do, think to do. Just send our trash out. Yeah. But what you don't understand is that it's just going to hit gravity elsewhere, right. turn, whip right back around, and then start orbiting us. Yeah. So when those point, bodies are just going around, I love it. Boom, boom, at some boom. point during that show, there is human shit and dead bodies <laughs> orbiting the ship. Because they didn't think about the thermodynamics right. of shoot. They just thought, we shoot it off the ship, it'll go out into space. Like but that's you, not if, how space if works. You, if you booked a room on that <laughs> boat with a space view, like every 45 minutes. On an exact 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah, you see a cadaver and, and turds. <laughs> and that's what we would do with our trash. Yeah. But uh, there, I guess that runs through a good, I think it's a good first bit there. About the space program. Yeah. A little bit of your stupidity. I had a thought on QAnon. Because you could find me the skinniest girl that you love, mm-hmm. and I'll be objective and say, Emily Ratajkowski is gorgeous. Yeah. But I do not get a bone when I see her. Right. She does not do it for me like a thick girl would. That's just me. But that's not me being an idiot and saying, I can see a rib. I don't like fat like girls. Whatever, man. <laughs> I had a thought on QAnon. That's a hard pivot. <laughs> So I, it just made sense to me. Like, if, if you were a scheming type, let's say Jared Kushner's behind QAnon mm-hmm. for the sake of argument. Okay. It's like, what do we need to do? We need to build. I thought about this in terms of, like, Hitler and Nazi Germany. Like, how do you get that many soldiers? You know, people talk about how, like, some Germans didn't know what was going on. Every German. But, he, I mean, when you think about the size of the Wehrmacht army, like, that's a lot of soldiers that are just going to start murdering and warfare Polish people, British people, Russian mm. people, whatever, for the sake of spreading the German footprint so mm. they can continue to eradicate Bolsheviks, Jews, gays, cripples, etc. How do you get that many people on board with your in terms of an army? But you don't, you got kind can we just just so you preface the right question, can I just yeah. not, it wasn't exactly like that. So I want you to have like a base under a little bit more of what I know, because that's like my wheelhouse. Okay. The Wehrmacht was not necessarily participating in the atrocities that you're talking about. Right, but they so were the, the Wehr- Let me give you a case, case study, okay? Yeah. They go, when they go into Poland, the Wehrmacht army just sweeps in. They've done their job. Right. When they go into a really big point, when they went into Ukraine, mm-hmm. the Wehrmacht goes in, does the work of soldiering, mm-hmm. takes over. 
an entirely group, different group of army people come right. in called the SS, as you know. Right. And that's that is not the Wehrmacht. I understand that. My point is, without the Wehrmacht, the SS can't do that. The, Wehrmacht, the German army basically <laughs> ran the country since the 1870s. It's, it, that's what I'm saying. These things are incredibly Unders- difficult. Understood. The point is, the SS couldn't do what they do if the Wehrmacht didn't go in first. They're right, the but, but are you tying in. it to some kind of? You're, tie, you're trying. What I'm to, saying is, wouldn't it be a genius move if you were somewhere high up in the ranks of the Republican Party? Said we need an army of dipshits. So we already, you know, the Republican Party. We already hate Hollywood. So let's take it a step further and let's really demonize them. We're going to not only go after Hollywood, but we're going to label them as Satanists because you got to remember we're a Christian party. We're, we need they're Satanists, so you're, and, they, and they rape and eat. So kids. your assertion is we already we've done this a lot. So yeah. your assertion is that this could be something in your mind a potential Kushner, an well, engineered. I saw an Instagram because really you're what you're talking about sounds more like pre-war, like the brown shirts. Yeah, my point is I saw an Instagram account with close to half a million followers, and it was just. It was, it was the account that I sent you the link to of the celebrity dude who committed suicide talking about have all these Hollywood pedophiles. Yeah, there's supposedly the guy blew his head off, but not in the video. I, th- I thought said. he jumped off a bridge. I don't fucking know. There was a video going around apparently where some beardy guy blew his head off, and like it circulated for a while. No one knew if it was true. But anyways, my point is like if you if your comparison was to like say that these were that QAnon is. Or runs parallel, it would be with the brown shirts, which and that's all they all they were were thugs, right? A small army of thugs, right? Completely different, you know, narrative all around, but nonetheless, just thugs who did much the same as far as creating the us versus them, and that's all we're creating here, right? We've always had an us versus them because we're in a hyper competitive nation mm-hmm. right we love we most of us love sports we like to win we're always winning yeah. see the point yeah but <laughs> i mean in terms of winning i mean yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the well what we're seeing now like the, like to say not only we've always like you said mm-hmm. they always hated the hollywood mm-hmm. elite how do you really go after the hollywood elite they have just as much money as we do if not more yeah let's say that they're satans cuz yeah it'll sell yeah. on top of that People hate pedos, even though we we probably do it too. Yeah, uh, let's let's tag that on. But th- but we're so ridiculous now that they're tying. They they're, they might as well say the Lincoln assassination is tied to something that that Henrietta Biden did right back when Joe's great great grandmother fucking yeah. did it herself. You know, it's like there's no. I guess that's my point. Like, is it like the fundamental core of QAnon is there is? And this is the other thing that made me think of this. I don't want to lose that thought. Somebody, I screen grabbed it and I can't show it to you because it's on my phone, but somebody said the Republican Party has spent so much time for the last however many decades hating the government. Now that they're in charge of the government and everything still sucks, well, now they have to invent a big, super secret deep state government that's really the problem. Mm. And that, and enter QAnon. There's a deep state government, that's the problem. And oh, by the way, Hollywood's full of child eating pedophiles. And the only person who can save us from it all is right. Donald Trump. Yeah, I mean, so if you wanted to scheme a way to just get people blindly on board with your bullshit, let them. You invent like a you invent a fake uh, government that's controlling everything secretly, and uh, set green rapes kits. I haven't. Uh, I gave up on it, man. I didn't. I, I realized I didn't exactly. I kind of Irish goodbye to Facebook. I didn't. I didn't really delete it because I didn't realize. 
I thought I had just taken it off my phone, but that the, the, there's like 17 steps that they make you yeah. do. Yeah. So I just said I'll leave it up there. I don't give a shit what I've, what's actually on there. But I haven't done it in six days, and I gotta say I feel better. Yeah. I've been following the news, but only in this in a sense, and I don't really give a shit. Let them. I I've come to the my thought. Uh, let them have whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. Because blue or red, this shit's all gonna blow up in their face eventually. Right. It's bound to happen. Yeah. So. I don't, you know, it put, yeah. Hypocritically appoint your person to the Supreme Court. I don't even give a shit. <laughs> Let's just fucking move on down the line. Yeah. Go yeah. after Roe vs. Wade if that really fucking gets your jollies off. People are still going to get abortions. Yeah. You try doing this with any number of fucking things in this country, whether it's alcohol, marijuana, the war on drugs, none of that shit works. Right. So just because you've got six justices and you feel like you're fucking winning mm. right now, or just because you feel like... You've been shit on for four years now, and you're about to have a blue wave. Yeah. All that shit. I don't give did a you, fuck. I'm just letting it happen. Did you hear the worry about myself? Did you hear the footage of Trump at a rally? He was like, "How about a man? Don't we need a man on the Supreme Court?" He's like, "Well, I guess he's going to appoint a male justice." No, now it's a lady. <laughs> now the number one candidate's a lady. But I'll say it's been really nice to be away from it all a little yeah. bit. I don't miss it much. You just really can't even avoid the headlines, the absurdity. But I've sure. had, I've been having some issues this week. Mm. Well, before we go to your issues, I want to touch on the, the Supreme Court thing. I, I, I don't, Well, man. just briefly, because something, <laughs> something you said last recording, I, I took, I did, I listened to Von Hessler, a current one. Mm. And he said, uh, you know, he said, you know, I, everybody's mad, they're calling it hypocrisy. He said, it's not hypocrisy, it's politics. He said, the reality is, in 2016, the Republicans controlled the Senate, and they had the ability to stall an appointee for 10 months. And they did. And now they still control the Senate, and they have the ability to force a justice through with less than 100 days to go to the election. Not because they're hypocrites, but because they control the Senate, and they can do whatever the fuck they want, because that's politics. He said Democrats would do the same thing. If they had the Senate right now, they would block Trump, and if they had the Senate in four years, they would push somebody through, and Republicans would be outraged at the hypocrisy. He said it's not hypocrisy, it's politics. Here's what I'll say on the RBG, Roe v. Wade, all that thing. This is really what you were waiting for this, weren't well, you? Well, I, I just I told I said this to Kristen in the car yesterday. I said if Trump appoints some hyper Catholic, super Christian retard to the Supreme Court and then Georgia does another heartbeat bill, and then before you know it, Roe v. Wade's on the Supreme Court and they reopen it and they overturn it and women lose the uh, their right to an abortion in this country. The people to blame are not the Republicans. You always knew that was going to happen if they got into power. The people are to blame are the centrists and the liberals who just couldn't vote for Hillary back in 2016. (laughs) The very people who probably wouldn't want to lose Roe v. Wade because it's part of something they care about. That's your boy then Bernie and hurt a lot of feelings. You were a big Bernie guy. Yeah, but I still voted. I still towed the line and voted for Hillary. a lot of them didn't. Exactly. And it's their fault. If that happens. I mean, where does this end? I don't want this to turn this into some big thing. But if you say that, you can just as easily go back four more years Mm -hmm. and start this chain that goes all the way back. My point is, a fucking reality show host president will have appointed three Supreme Court justices. You're telling me you wouldn't rather Hillary Clinton have appointed those three I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm just to all, I, I have a lot of Bernie bro friends who just couldn't vote for it man I'm like well it's your fucking fault if women lose their right to abort because the guy I, who won is appointing is, is about to appoint his third lifetime term Supreme Court justice 
Mm. You just couldn't vote for her. Even if she's a horrible, criminal, deviant person, at least you would have had the peace of mind knowing that she would appoint three progressive, liberal, or at least left-leaning justices to the court. Mm. And instead, we got this dumbass and his third appointee. And if it gets I mean, overturned, it's on the centrists and the liberals' fault who couldn't vote for Hillary. Just to be didn't like her. devil's advocate to all the to all this, none of this shit fucking matters. We know this country has no. It's not like every Supreme Court justice that's ever sat on that chair earned their way to it. This mm-hmm. was this was a club from the very beginning. This is look. Go back and look at some of what the shit justices have written in their decisions, or spoken into word, or right. written to a friend. I, I doesn't fucking matter. These are not these are nine people that are going to make decisions that, for the most part, are not going to have any effect on your life, and they shouldn't. So I mean, like, who really cares? Because like, in, everything's ridiculous now. So when Kim Kardashian gets her lawyer's degree, and in I don't know, 10 years time, or well, 8, 8 to 12, mm-hmm. she'll run for president and she'll get a fuck ton of votes. As much as I like The And Rock, then she'll she'll come in, or The Rock will come in. As much in. as I like The Rock, if he is elected president one day, we'll be in idiocracy. Everybody will be wearing gym short material clothing, with and and the uh, cabinet members will have giant medallions. Like we'll be, it'll be over. I don't, that's all, it's over anyways. <laughs> if you live in that reality, yeah. life gets better. I don't. It's like Alan would say exactly that way. You just don't. You know, just for yourself. You don't need a government. Well, that's fucking stupid too. Because that's the way the libertarians think, and that's right. strictly never going to happen. Yeah. You are never going to make that happen because the minute you give people too much freedom, in every instance that that's ever happened, mm-hmm. <laughs> when is that successful? Yeah. How are you? I tell you what. Don't worry about social. Security. No libertarian should be talking about anything. Don't talk to me about police. Don't talk to me about fucking. You don't need fire police. Department. Just take care Just of Just privatize it, right? Yeah. I'm sure your guys will take it super serious. Now, yeah. private prisons. That's going real well. Look how Just, good that's going. Yeah. Our, recidiv- going our recidivism so well. rates are wonderful. Yeah. No. No. I mean, go down the fucking list. There. Because the, I just felt like, honestly, I didn't want to. I don't really give a shit about any of this. Mm-hmm. But I want. I told it that text earlier. I said I would shit on Alan a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. I like to shit on Alan. Here's the thing that my brother-in-law brought up to me the other day. He said, imagine a scenario where Trump appoints some Catholic dipshit and the new Supreme Court. They, we should watch some. He said, they, what if they, he said, what happens if they overturn the previous court's decision to let same-sex couples get married? What happens to all those marriages? And I said, I don't know. It's a good question. He said, the Jennings family reunions would be interesting. Mm. He said, because I can think of at least five big Republican Trump supporters who were at the wedding of two women tearing up, dancing, having a good time. And so what do you say to those girls if you see them at the next reunion and their marriage been, their marriage has been uh, nullified because of your guy in office? Gives, it's I mean, just, hey, I like the economy more than you getting married. So it'd be a real awkward family reunion. I said, yeah, I'd take every opportunity I had to bring it up. Especially with those key five people. I don't know. Like, you like him let so him, much. Let, fuck it, dude. Just fucking let him do it. Because all this does, every time they do it, they radicalize someone else. They've been, we've been, we, that's, if we're graded anything mm-hmm. in this country, it's not political. Mm-hmm. Try my best to steer this away, I promise. If there's anything we're good at, it's creating enemies. Yeah. We're creating enemies of our own now. So. We have it. We have a history of this. Everything is cyclical, so now we're just create. We, we are the ultimate. I mean, think about twenty years in Iraq coming up. Yeah, 
20 years of bombing people in broad daylight, of being afraid of a clear day because of a drone. Mm -hmm. Go down the fucking list of how many family members you've probably lost to American strike that that some guy in Quantico did with a from a computer screen. Mm -hmm. How many jihadis have we actually made for ourselves that are not ISIS yet? Yeah. Never even participated. So, how many Mexican yeah. kids shoved into cages? How many fuck? I mean, th yeah. I'll even say we've ostracized the people on the right. We, like a boogaloo boy might be there because he's a fucking idiot, but he's been shoved there too. Right? How many enemies have we created of our own? So if they did that, oh, all right. Boohoo! You can't get any more abortions. I mean, you can. That's what everyone's going to do. <laughs> let me just let me just stop yeah. every conservative in the book here. Yeah. And then it's going to be – and the best part will be – oh, see, let's have fun with it. If okay. we're going to talk politics, let's yeah. have fun with it. Like once, so my point is, okay, Republican senator's you outlawed daughter is it. dead with a coat hanger in her twat. Well, like, no, no, no that's a little dark. What happened? That was, but that's, uh, why, that's why we have Roe v. That's not – no, that's not – that's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm trying to keep it funny because what's going to happen is oh, I thought it'll we were be going to kill Republican kids. It's going to be something where some Republican senator knocks up, you know, a Puerto Rican girl, mm -hmm. and it gets out that he went to a special doctor, one of these special doctors that's essentially I mean, I America's new. I mean, it's going to create a cottage fucking industry mm -hmm. where somebody, male or female, and they're going to be shady as fuck because you have to be to live in this in this situation <laughs> that I'm about to create. Yeah, goes around and does. Fairly safe, clean, uh, abortion. Mostly sterile. At home. Mostly sterile. Well, this is, we have a history of this. There's a great movie. Oh, fuck, what was that shit called? It was, okay, in London, in Eng they've done this. They tried mm. to outlaw abortion yeah. in, Eng in England. She was someone who knew what she was doing mm -hmm. when, when most didn't, and there was like a high death rate from, right. from abortion. So she just became this person that quietly... Came to your house at odd hours and did. I mean, and char and made a fucking. I don't know if she did, but someone's about to. Right. I mean, think about what's about to happen. Abortions here. are us. We so, come to you. I mean, I, it won't be like that. It's going to be <laughs> undercover, yeah. like anything else that they make illegal in this country. Right. But the new bootlegger becomes the doctor who was disgraced or disbarred. Right. Or just hey, I'm not a real doctor, but I know what I'm doing, and then. The 9,700 other women that I did last fucking three years of this illegal stupid shit, <laughs> how much does it cost? Oh, well, that's the thing. The home visit is $25,000. We can do a payment plan, though. That's what's about to I mean, come on. It's Ooh, common yeah, sense let's shit. let abortions. I don't know. It's, that's what I'm saying. I can't. Fine. Do it. Over, overthrown Roe versus Wade. Uh, fucking do, make all the rules. Yeah. Because... All you're doing is radicalizing your own people, right. and you might actually see a, a real stimming of the tide where it becomes so much mm -hmm. that you actually see a movement that no one's ever seen. That's the only thing that's going to happen here. Right. Uh, if we want to play fun, look-into-the-future hypothetical games, the only way <laughs> that you ever hear – like imagine it's a fucking – I don't know, some one of those inspirational songs playing in the background as 40 million people march to Washington. Whatever. If you, if you ever want to if you ever want to see a mass movement in this country that makes real fundamental change, it's mm -hmm. coming with every decision that they get to win. And I put right. the quotations around win because right. that's all this is right now is the 
owning the libs right. or winning all the time. And that's why. Or this is what Christ wants. Right. And that's or, why when I say I want to win and I want to fucking shove their face in this it. This is the wrong you, move. You don't want tit for tat. I want fucking, a, I want a fucking frog stomp. See, because you don't win like that. If, if, if. I if they do that, I'll sit back and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. If we're, if you really want to, because I'm I think it's the stupidest fucking move they could do. <laughs> uh, that someone if you're if you're a true blue progressive Democrat that yeah. somehow in this imaginary blue wave mm-hmm. uh, accomplishes this mission, right? Sweeps these people out, even gets contentious mm-hmm. and goes to their own Supreme Court when those justices who, if you haven't noticed, once they get there, they tend to want to be their own person. Yeah. They don't really just because okay it's, it's kind of because like you said it's a lifetime appointment. Because yeah, Kavanaugh and Gorsuch have made they've some made decisions some decisions. Where they've like, also been themselves. Daddy's not liking but this. But in this case, they're going to be they're going to be looking at this and say this is the biggest case to come to the United States Supreme Court maybe ever, mm-hmm. and they might have to fucking telecast the shit. Yep. You're going to have a hard time getting judges to overturn it. Mm-hmm. It's going to turn into television. Well, but in this imaginary situation, let's assume that they did. But that, Hessler has said. but let's say the election goes to the Supreme Court with mm-hmm. this new justice on it, mm-hmm. and it's clear he lost, and there's nothing that they can do. Mm-hmm. So they have to appoint Joe Biden. I mean, if they get everything in their imaginary scenario, mm-hmm. if if within six months you're all are doing the same shit, you're the dumbest fucking party. You're already two of the dumbest fucking parties in the world. Yeah. But if they come out and they tried and they tried to Republican this, mm-hmm. they try to, to 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 really like you said, it's like holding someone by the hair and shoving them into the dog shit. Yeah, you're good luck, good luck, because yeah. all you're gonna do is reawaken this. You're gonna make the same thing as you said. You're just making enemies. The only way to get out of this and act like there's any future for any party, particularly mm-hmm. the Democratic. Is to, is to go into it and govern. Yeah. Do what you thought and have been saying the other side should have done. But see, that I, applies to both sides. You've said before in the podcast, like, if Donald Trump loses, he's not going away. No, he's, he's, become, he'll, he's he'll the figurehead for He'll be a mouthpiece on some network. And even, I personally believe, even if every Democrat is like, all right, let's be sane for four years and just go right down the middle. We'll make some decisions our people like, some decisions their people like. Let's just govern and be sane. Let's get back to normal. You're going to have... The Trump mouthpiece and all kinds of shit. I think you're still going to have the the right freaking out and their you know on their fringe the fringe elements so to speak, and that's never going to go away whether the left pushes hard or not. That's why I say like, why you got power? Fucking pretend you're Mitch McConnell and start and start stirring some shit up. Who gives a shit really? Like I said, man. Are you going to vote in November? Of course. Or are you tuned out that much? I'm not going to not vote because you know Banks said he's going to vote. Is he fine? Well, Good. we we questioned last week whether or not he ever has or will, or will. I I don't I I think what was it, they kept saying sixty percent. It wasn't sixty. I don't believe. I think it was like fifty eight or fifty nine mm-hmm. that actually voted in two thousand sixteen, which was a small spike. Right. But we still had some. It's it pretty much hovers. I think I did the average over every one that I counted post nineteen sixty mm-hmm. when we really started to see fairly large. <laughs> oh, black people can vote. <laughs> uh, so I track those. Um, it like hovers in the mid fifties, right? Fifty five percent. That's what. I, so if we see something, I, I'm not a prognosticator, and honestly, this is the last I really want to fucking talk about this. But if it's like sixty five percent, that's a fairly substantial hike, right? And if it's that high, I. 
it's oh man, it's gonna be neck and neck, bro. I don't yeah, even, I, I you mean, wonder about the silent majority that they talk about. How like you know, it's the progressives who are the most outspoken. But here's my thing: I don't care about the politics. This is what I'm saying: I don't care about the politics anymore. I'm in it for the show. Mm-hmm. Election day, I wanna, I wanna be. I'm not gonna vote by mail. I'm gonna stand in that line because I want to feel you're wear this. A face shield? I'm gonna wear all my shit. You think I'm gonna? They're gonna. You fuck have me? a face shield? No, but no. I'll get a face. I'll care. I'm, I'll just wear my face mask, and they're gonna have to distance it, which will make it fun. Because now, like, <laughs> I, I don't want to. I want to feel this and mm. and and turn this into a sports game. Because that's really all. Are you gonna vote on election day? No, I'll probably do the early vote. I'm gonna try and get in early because I've gotten lucky the last couple times where yeah. I maybe waited 20 minutes. Yeah, the last one, morning. the last round, I was in and out. And, 10 minutes. The thing I think about... Like, well, not really, because like, I did the right end, so it what, usually takes about 10 to 15. What year What year was Roe v. Wade? The 70s? Mm, 78 or something. Like you think about that. Like, think about how fucking just, like, socially backwards America was in 1977 versus 2020. Like, black people have only recently had the right to vote. You know what I mean? Like, we, we've, we're just out of the civil rights movement. We're a really ugly country. Every, cars everywhere smell like they... Smell like exhaust. Like there's no, there's no EPA. There's right. no, you know, the air. Like I often think about that. Like when you get behind a an old Datsun on a on a side street, like is this what it smelt like everywhere in 1975? Yeah. Like Jesus Christ, it's fucking awful. If you think well, about I, I, it, I'd much rather live in 1970. Well, my point is, if you think about it, those people <laughs> then made the Roe v. Wade decision. Like think about how much more progressive just society in general is now. Even if the Supreme Court do you was really, all Catholics, I, mean, I, I don't think I really don't that. want to. I think we're going down the wrong path here. Yeah. I really uh, do. Let's but talk about I, your I, do, I do want to say, <laughs> I, I don't know. If you think it's gotten any better, I got news. It's gotten worse. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just all it is. It's, we, they were probably it's more just, progressive in the 70s. It's just cleaner. Then now we're, tr- we're regressing. Everyone yeah. wants to be this God fearing nation that we never were to begin with. Mm. And that's what I'm saying. It's, I guess that's really where my vindictive nature comes from. I just want to see Christians upset. Because I, I, I think they're gross people. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> general. I, I I don't really have a retort to that, but I will say, funnily enough, they have a they're going to have a hard road to hoe. Though I tell that to Leah all the time, and you know where she stands, but she yeah. agrees. She knows. After, after these really last, after these hard to last sway me four, it's, right it's now. not. I mean, it's not like it's just him, <laughs> but just Christianity in general. Yeah. is going to have a a tough tough road to hoe. I mean, with uh, the one, the guy that I like, the guy that told his his congregation, his flock, that they could, you know, don't wear a face mask, come to church, mm-hmm. and now he's in the ICU. I, I love that. It's just like yeah. the it's like the bear and the hunter. Yeah. I, I love that too. Yeah. I mean, I don't inherently hate the hunter because he hunts, but I don't get sad when he trips over a log and blows the back of his head off with his own rifle. I don't right. get sad when the bear charges and eats half of him. I don't get sad when the fuck... I like Neil Bortz used to like... That's like what he would say. out a special chunk of time yeah. to talk about he, a hunter. On his guy. best of tapes, there's at least 15 minutes of going through stories yeah. where it's like, ha! Proof there is proof there is a god. Yeah. You know? he And of course, hunters would call and say, you have to call... You can't just leave. We'd be overpopulated. Yeah. Which I've always wondered. Be like... I don't think we... Uh, natural selection works pretty yeah. much the same way. They talk They talk about... When it comes to deer, white-tailed deer especially, uh, I've heard them referred to multiple times on different podcasts. Joe Rogan's one of them. We're talking about they're an invasive species. 
an invasive species. Mm. If, if you didn't hunt them, they you wouldn't be able to drive because the roads would just be covered oh, in deer. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the argument. Sure. There. Listen, I don't know. I don't know. You want to kill a deer? I get it. I get yeah. it. You. I mean, my I, my only animus is towards roaches. Mm. I don't, that's the only animal I enjoy to kill. <laughs> <laughs> Just because for a while there, they were an infestation. And yeah. it was like, I got mad at them. And I started to fight. I got some high-powered yeah. shit and sat on my back porch, and it was like sport shooting. I I enjoyed it. I have no problem with But if that poison had turned around and gotten in my fucking eyeball, yeah. it's not really like I can be mad at anyone. And no one would feel too bad if they're like, wait a minute, he was just sitting on his back porch and he was spraying them individually like it was an old west gun show, like a, like, a, like at the county fair where you hit the water and the thing goes up. Like, yeah, yeah it was, and, it, and it, it just blasted and it hit him in the face, and now he's got terrible burns. But yeah, well, you know, yeah. stupid is stupid. Does. Well, it's just Darwin Award shit. Yeah, you know? no, I mean, I'm not, I don't, I don't have an opinion about hunting, and if if somebody hunts to eat. Like they'd rather wow. they'd rather hunt, kill, and eat that than buy beef at Kroger. Fine, all right, whatever. Yeah. But like, I just saw a picture on Facebook today of these two like tiny dick dickheads standing behind a baby elephant they killed. Well, those are those people are cunts. Those aren't. <laughs> let's. I want to gotta separate the two out. There's yeah. someone that's hunting. Uh, John Q. Citizen here mm-hmm. in Adairsville, Georgia, that, that takes his son out at 3 a.m. and they drive down to some plot in South Georgia on a deer farm that they have a little bit of investment in. Yeah. To kill, to kill, kill. Well, that's probably right. To, yeah. keep, to kill the deers yeah. that are grown on the property for killing, right, is an entirely different beast than going over to the African subcontinent mm-hmm. and killing an endangered species for money. Just because that particular endangered species on that particular plot has been raised right. to be slaughtered, that's a shit move. Like to go yeah. and kill a, a leopard. Yeah. I mean, you see it all the time. Cecil the lion. They got mad at that dentist. Yeah. I mean, go down the list. Those people are cunts because they're killing for the, this <laughs> this insane sport of like, look what a badass I am holding this yeah. this is leopard. Donald Trump Jr. Yeah, for sure. He's a cunt. He's a cunt. <laughs> Where, like I was saying, guy taking his son out to hunt deer because that's what his dad and his dad and his dad and his dad did. Yeah, that's that, what I'm saying. Like, if you go wild boar hunting and you're going to eat it later, fine, whatever. Yeah. But if you're going to go fucking kill a buffalo I mean, for the sole purpose of putting its head on your wall, you're a cunt. I, I will say this. There is an invasive species I saw in Texas with the wild boar, and that's what brought it up. Mm-hmm. They, those guys will pay top dollar. Yeah. To get a helicopter to go out over these open lands where these things are running wild <laughs> and causing all kinds of mischief for farmers. Yeah. These fuckers don't even play. It's a, it's a Vietnam movie. Right. They hang outside the fucking door with AR-16s <laughs> just boom, blowing away fucking wild boar. Right. And when they explain it, you're like, ah, all right. Yeah. Okay, I can see they're fucking up your farmland. They're yeah. fucking up your livestock. Well, and uh, but high, I mean, vantage point. What of, a Saturday! Yeah. What are you and Brent doing this Saturday? Well, oh, I would go do that. Ah, uh, fuck yeah! yeah. Give Especially me a, tell me like you have to because if you don't, they ruin all your crops. Yeah, like, and if you go, you you can get handguns and we eat it. Yeah, and you can get handguns and shoot them from the ground. But the problem is they charge you and they can take a whole leg off or kill you. Yeah, because so, they're. You fucking know, 500 if, pounds. If you want to walk around with a 44 Magnum and try and take them out one at a time on foot, we can. Or we can Because you know this. there's the guy with the dagger yeah. that says, fuck that. Yeah. Or we can put you in this Nam era cavalry helicopter <laughs> and a fucking. Rain death down. We'll give you the Terminator 2 gun that Jesse the Body Ventura <laughs> carried in Predator. The fucking the Gatlin gun. That just, the rotating gun. And you can just mow. Remember at the end of Young Guns when they killed everybody in the house? We have that on a helicopter. 
and you can just mow down 10, Ooh, 20, 30, as 40 a, boys. As a bonus, we actually found a nest of young ones today. They run really fast, but if you lead them just right... Those are the ones we're trying to those get. Those are the ones we napalm. Yeah, those are the ones That's we're actually yeah. trying to get. We're nixing them. We're, we're going to napalm them. But all that being we'll said, we'll pick them up. Call me a hypocrite. Strap me in, brother. <laughs> Strap me in. That sounds like fun. Because I've seen they're doing the damage. Yeah. And if you're telling me we can eat them, and then we get to top that off with a helicopter ride yeah. where I'm strapped in and I have an AR 16, yeah. and you're going to get within. 20 feet of the ground in this thing? Yeah, let's go ahead and make that happen. You're like, look at what Bump stocks need to be legal. <laughs> they need to be legal. Your whole out, yeah. School shootings are so minimal. If you really think about the it. The only thing I'm going to stop the bad guy with a gun is like, okay, I'm going to shoot someone. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, that. So you're in Texas, you go scoop them all up, and then you go find some like yep. nice seventy yeah. year old man who knows how to put a like, hole in barbecue the ground. The yeah, they away. cut a cut a pit, put yeah. it over. Twelve hours later, you're yeah. picking pigs out of the ground. Everyone's happy. Yeah, everyone's Nobody happy. Nobody loses. Nobody loses. The, the pig, the pig loss. The pig loss. But, but he's a piece of shit. He's a piece. Exactly. At all times, <laughs> these make sense. Yeah. But saying like, I want to go on a sport hunt. I'll give you seventy five thousand dollars to kill a lion. Mm-hmm. So that poor African <laughs> says, of course, yeah. you know, I'll take, in fact, I'll take you over into a state protected park mm-hmm. so you can kill one that's illegal and then we'll drag it, the carcass back onto the wild side, which yeah. is not owned, right. scot-free. But I, that's another 100000 mm. Oh, sure. I'm fucking loaded. What the fuck do I care? Yeah. I'm only here so my dick can get rock fucking hard when mm-hmm. I blow the heart out of this lion. Right. And then I can get a picture with it? Oh, I'll give you 150k for that. Yeah. That's a cunt. <laughs> not the guys spraying with the AKs right. out the helicopters, not the deer hunters, not the turkey hunters, not yeah. the bow hunters, not the fishermen. That's as old as there is man. Yeah. But fucking going it's after a leopard for, just for yeah. fucking fun. Yeah. I mean, think about I mean, maybe you I mean, of course indigenous tribes hunted these animals. Mm-hmm. But not really. And if they did, they probably had a specific reason. And because if a leopard still ate it. popped into your fucking hut and yeah. drag out one of the one of the communal kids, and you find nothing but you know the worst remains ever, you know he's coming back. Yeah. That's watch, a different hunt. Watch the ghost in the darkness. It makes sense why they tried oh. to kill that lion. I was I was such a fan of the lions. <laughs> I I tell people to watch. I think I yeah. we might have talked it's about a good that movie. one. It's not. And the thing about it is, the thing about it is, is yeah. that you want it to be yeah. so bad. You want it to be good. A lot of it just doesn't make any sense. It's right. like, it, I think they shot a good movie and mm-hmm. someone edited that movie into just oblivion. Probably. Because it's got it all. You got Michael Douglas in the hat. Mm-hmm. It's out in the African bush. He doesn't make it, does he? There's it? scenes where you got like 400 Africans running from two lions, mm-hmm. total fear in their face. You know what that does for me. <laughs> and then to top it all off, you've got Val at yeah. the height of yeah. Valness. Before he looked like an old man. Before woman. Aunt Val. Yeah. <laughs> and he's he's beautiful, and it's just got everything. And they're go- and they you're going after lions. This is the dope. And then it just wasn't very good. But nonetheless, I was still a huge fan of the lions. Yeah. Because I my thought on it because that was a true thing. Mm-hmm. The story in the movie is bullshit. Yeah. But there was an actual case of very yeah. rare two lions getting together to hunt. I should say I liked the movie at the age I saw it. It was one of those cases where I was at Media Play, probably, oh, yeah. probably oh, 12 years old. Media Play. Shangri fucking law. I was, I was probably 12, maybe 13 years old, and I had like 20 bucks to buy a VHS tape. 
and I'm literally just judging Ghost the covers. The, oh, man. I'm like, what cover? Like, the first tape I ever bought at Media Play was Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Of course. Never saw the first one. Didn't know who Arnold Schwarzenegger is. Let's go for this one. Yeah. And it was awesome. Awesome. And I was like, What a first purchase. I should not have been buying the R-rated no. Terminator 2 at the age Reason number 178 going to your house was always so cool. But that's why it was, that's also why it was great. And the next time I did that, I was like, Ghost in the Darkness. Looks cool, cool title. Hunters. It's Batman. Val, Val Kilmer. Kilmer. Let's do this one. Yeah. You know, thirteen ninety. And again, it's a VHS good. It's a, I watched it very recently. Mm. It's t- way too long. <laughs> and again, I enjoy it, yeah. but it's not a good movie. Right, but to my thirteen-year-old brain, it was cinema. just like me. I thought <laughs> I had seen. This was yeah. why this is this not? Smart. This is. Oscar written all over it. Yeah. Val Kilmer alone. Yeah. Mad Mardigan's in this movie. That's mm-hmm. where I was coming from. I'm coming out of Willow thinking, yeah. Mad Mardigan's in this? Let's fucking roll. The fucking cool African dude with the giant hoop ears. But, like, I, it's not always the case. I guess some people would say it's not very uncommon to root for the bad guy. Mm-hmm. But I don't look at this as, like, I'd love to see more movies where, because pe- I think we have a fascination, I don't think, I know we have a fascination with disaster films. Right. Apocalyptic films, mm-hmm. which I guess you kind of count zombie in. Yeah. So we know there's a fascination, but I, I often don't think we have enough of like messing with Mother Nature kind of thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that. Like there's. I watched a one of the Bong Joon Ho movies that's not Parasite. It's mm. called The Host. Yeah. It's on Hulu. Have you seen this? I'm sure, Kristen has. I haven't seen it. Really enjoyed it. And the premise was we created this monster, mm. and now it's running a fucking muck, which is not a, a new trope at all. But right. just the way it was created and the monster effects that he went with were really dope. But it was just the whole time I'm like, yeah, man, I'm just such a fan of this poor critter that we've created <laughs> that now we're trying to fucking kill. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. We're not. We don't have a like. I see it. There seems to be more attacks too because there's more videos of people. Inter- like my favorite is when they engage at Yellowstone. Hmm. So you're talking about a park that's visited probably even more now because people these don't. Bears? No, oh, not just. Oh. That's that's the best part. <clears throat> people might idiots. Idiots will drive to, to Yellowstone and mm-hmm. by the million by the carload every year. Yeah. And like I said, I don't think it, the, the national parks did shut down for a while, but I think they're. I mean, you can still go, and I'm mm-hmm. sure people are still going because it's yeah. outdoors and it's away from all this shit, except for the other three million people that are going. Yeah, but well, you're fine. You're outside. Yeah, you're outside. Uh, but <laughs> they hot. go. They you know. I think their idiot brains go in thinking we're going to see animals, and I know this is true because one of the idiots left an actual Yelp review <laughs> for the National Park of Yellowstone mm. that said we came. It was a great trip. It said we didn't see any animals. Y'all should do a better job of making sure animals interact with the with the, with the visitors. <laughs> Which is it's so fucking dumb that yeah. it's tough to touch with a stick to be like you don't understand nature. That's right. how that's how much you'd have to explain so that you don't. Yeah. But that's how I know who's who's going to these places. You should you should log back into Yelp and just comment on their comments and just say please don't vote in November. No, I, <laughs> I, that kind of person is they'll kill themselves. They don't. Yeah. I don't need to comment on it. But they but they go into these parks and their brain says the only thing you know they want to see the animal. Mm-hmm. So they'll engage with a large, fully grown buffalo that's walking across the street. The idiot, and I've seen the videos, will yeah. get out of their car and approach I'm on a, a thousand pound animal. Yeah. And because they've seen it on Dances with Wolves or on documentaries, and because their mentality of that animal... They do the Crocodile Dundee thing where they hold their... I don't think many people... Have, not enough people have seen Crocodile Dundee. 
But I don't think they, they look at that animal as if it's the same. And in their brain, I honestly believe they think this. Yeah. The same animal that you would see the cow that is in the pasture that you drove past to get here. Mm-hmm. That's just, just a cow. He's huge. Yeah. And then when it turns on them and gives them a look, like, it's almost like I can see the buffalo's expression. Like, is this motherfucker playing right now? Yeah. Do they not have, do these people really not have an understanding that we are not governed? <laughs> like we, we're not branded. That we're yeah. a wild fucking animal yeah. that can kill you as easily as any other animal in this park that also eats plants. We're not even talking about the fucking carnivores. Yeah, and I love seeing it, it when it one gets gored, run over, or then the idiots start feeding the bears. Yeah. It's like wait. So the fundamental rule is you do not feed the fucking bears because yeah. they're coming back. <laughs> and if you don't have something next time, you. You, there's still something. Yeah. That's the thing. In their video, the I, treadwell guy, the guy that made Grizzly Man. Yeah. I've seen every every hour, two hours of that documentary. He's a weird but lovable guy. Mm-hmm. He seemed to connect with the bears. Dumb move, <laughs> because one of the bears wasn't all about that life. Yeah, he was about shit, man. I'm hungry. Yeah, that and, bear was taking a note out of Shere Khan's book from the Jungle Book. He's like, "This is a man. Yeah, he's got to go. He's got to go." And Good and whoa. All right, I mean, he's gone. <laughs> I, the, the worst part, man. I don't know where you if you would be able. Like, I'll, I'll ask you outright. There's tape of it. I haven't saw it. No, no, no. Not watching. Oh. There's no. He wasn't like he was video cameraing himself getting eaten by the bear. He was. There's audio that was recorded, mm. and you can. It's Fear like it's minutes of it mm. where he's fighting and clearly loses very quickly. Mm. Then the woman gets it. Then the bear just. He's got a few days to yeah. do it, to do his business. Yeah. And the, at the end of that documentary, I have no idea why. Why any family member would want to hear that. But one of the aunts mm-hmm. of that dude strapped on. I was like, are you fucking crazy? I don't know where you stand on this. But if you, the only thing I could say yeah. would be like, we hear your podcast, your podcast partner Brent went up to the Himalayas and was gang raped by some yaks and died up there but there's a recording of it do you want to listen to the gang rapes of the yaks on your cousin put it on the podcast (laughs) yeah that's actually I didn't give the best hypothetical here can I because that because that would have been the title (laughs) gang raped by by fucking mountain goats this is bad I totally hate it it's not my worst Wednesday (laughs) Uh, yeah wrong hypothetical I'm pre-coming a little Uh, tell him I jerked off uh, I wouldn't want to hear. No, of course not. You dying I at the hand of a wild animal. I don't want to hear a stranger dying. I don't want to hear that video. Yeah. When I was playing, why the fuck when we were when me and Brian and Banks and Dad were playing golf last weekend, Brian and Banks both Just, kept saying that we, you and I, for the podcast, need to watch Green Inferno. I said, fucking no. What is Green Inferno? I is said, that the cannibal movie? Yeah. I yeah. said no because I know what it's about and I know who made it. Fucking not into it. I yeah. said it would be funny for Austin's reactions, but I don't want to see it. Yeah. Eli Roth made a movie about cannibals eating people. Brian's like, yeah, there's this one part where this lady scoops out eyeballs and then eats them in front of the guy and then cuts his tongue off and eats that. And then they, they chop all his limbs off and then the village just swarms and starts eating him. Oh, good. It's like, I don't want to watch that. I don't want to see it. I don't, don't want like, like you describing it to me. Like the end of Bone Tomahawk when you see the guy Jeez, get, get cattle Gooch chopped, chopped like, man. Like a fucking cow hanging by its hooves. Like, I can't. Let, that listen, lingered in my brain I for a week. I don't want to see Green Inferno. I have not ever once gone back 
and turn the sound on. I still to this day have only seen the Gooch scene with the sound off. With the sound off, yeah. and I know that you've mentioned yeah, how much, how vastly mind. different mm-hmm. that scene is with sound on. Mm-hmm. Refuse. Yeah. There's no reason for for me to add this shit to my brain about exactly. how crazy the world is. Exactly. That's why I said no. We won't. Now go tee up. We're not going to talk about this yeah. anymore. Now does your dad love you more? <laughs> we joked about that. Post call. Yeah. It was it was good. Do you love me now, Dad? Do you love, yeah, we, I, that joke came out a little. Bit. <laughs> I can do sports too, guys. Did you see my drive, Dad? I, we we were uh, our, my dad and I were on a team, and Brian Banks were on a team, and it sort of ended up happening that the way our uh, our approach was, I did the drives for a while, mm-hmm. and. Because Dad went out with, like, a hybrid. He didn't have a driver. And mm-hmm. he, he wasn't making good contact with it. He was slicing a lot. And I hit drives pretty straight. Only about 250 yards, but they're pretty straight. And you figure they're going to roll another 10 or 20. So we were playing my drives. But for some reason, I couldn't hit the iron. So Dad was all the midfield. He was the iron guy. And then when we got close, I, I you know, I, I'd wedge, he'd wedge, we'd putt. I did okay. I actually putted better than I ever have that nice. day. And then Brian and Banks, Banks eventually figured out he has to drive with his 5-iron because he can't hit a driver. Yeah. But he was driving farther with his 5-iron than any of us. The and breakdown is... With a drive. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it was good. We ultimately both, both teams scored an 87, and we're rematching at Signal Hill in Panama City in a couple of weeks. Oh, man. So Signal Hill. I've done, I've done that I've one. never been there. Good luck. There's been many a time when someone tried to get me to go, and I was like, why would I go to We've that? talked about this on the pod. That was so <laughs> awesome. I don't know why. I guess you were just too young Yeah. when we, I would get up early and go with you and your dad. I'm hoping it's Or open. go with my dad and your dad. Right. Um, but, yeah, we're going to rematch and signal for, I, I, I walked out at 8 o'clock in the morning the other day just on a whim because I had an unexpected four-hour period where I didn't have to watch V. Can you remember this? I want to hit pause and start a new recording so it doesn't do what it did last time. You son of a Sorry. bitch. Sorry. No, I mean, go ahead. All right, so. Your butthole. So I just walked out there, and uh, <laughs> he was like, I said, do you have anything open? And he said, can you play right now? And I said, absolutely. Where was this? Uh, Legacy. And uh, they, they, it was an interesting pairing, man. The the dude, the two guys I got hooked up were, one of them looked like Stephen Mergent. He was about six foot six, too. He was very tall with glasses. The other guy, I don't know what the line is. For dwarfism, <laughs> but he's only like two inches above it. But a fully grown man. So I said yeah. to Leah, I was like, it's not. He wasn't a little person, but he. I guess the only thing I could say was like, I played with a hobbit, especially when he was standing next to his partner. So does he get an extra stroke in every hole? He was. He wasn't good. But the, all of this to say, I'm not going to walk down the 18 I played because I only played nine and I got the back nine by myself, which is always so. Was magical. this the par three legacy links, or was this the one we've done? It, they have a few par fours, but yeah, it's primarily threes. Okay. Uh, but yeah, for four holes, for whatever I was trying, I'm finally getting the swing and I'm finally getting the clubs right. I'm just misjudging a lot of yardage right now because these are, like I said, I've never, if we hit these clubs right, it goes farther. Mm-hmm. And but for four holes, I was dimed in, and I, I these guys were of the thought as I have been in a lot. Like sometimes you get paired, ninety percent of the times you get paired with another guy that's a hacker at, at one of these courses. Yeah. Ten percent. Some guy walks out that caught a two, two or three hour moment. Mm-hmm. Fucking walks out there and starts dropping dimes. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Going to the pro tour next week. Well, he's not even doing that. He's just yeah. a guy that I play with. So many of these awesome guys that, that they know they're good, mm-hmm. but they're you know they're not rubbing it in your face yeah. if they get you know they're not there to teach you either. But anyways, for four holes, these guys were thinking 
oh shit, all right, not the not, not the most fun guy to get paired with because they're like spraying balls mm-hmm. left and right, and I was just like, ding, boom, perfect little shots, 10, yeah. 10 feet, fifteen feet, eight feet on these par threes. And then the wheels came off for three holes. And then I was like, see, I told you this was going <laughs> to. I told you. Yeah. I sustained these runs. This is what makes me come back and play golf. Yeah. These runs. These four holes where you're like, wow, I just drove it straight. Wow, my second shot's on the green. This is how golf's supposed to be played. Yeah. I putted that close and parred. Yeah. Okay, next hole. I bogeyed. I can live with that. Mm-hmm. Another par after that. Yeah. Like, it just. It builds on itself. Who am I? Then, like you said at the range, oh, my God, is anyone looking at this? (laughs) Then you get up to the fifth hole, and you duck hook one. Yeah. Your hood out, you know, it all falls apart. But the best thing about later, the games, the rounds I've played recently, is when I'm in trouble, I'm I'm visualizing actually what I'm trying to do. And I had a really good one at this. I hit a hard slice on Mm -hmm. this par four, a long par four there. And I found it, and, I mean, it... There was it was like either it goes straight and hugs this tree line, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna hit it right and it's way gone, or you know it's just I was like all I want to do here though is take this seven iron and punch it straight, yeah, and let it because there's no I was wide open on the left, mm-hmm. but I it wasn't a help to me, right? It was like either I chip it down there, lay up, yeah, which I don't want to do, mm-hmm. or I take this very small avenue and try to keep this shot low. And I literally, shot. literally said to myself, oh, I don't even want any ball flight on this. I just want to get it straight down this tree line, yeah. and I want it to hit right before the green. There's this little, like, a rough area kind of. I just want it to hit in there and bounce. Yeah. Exactly what happened. That's so cool. it's like those are those are the shots. They say visualizing is a big part of it. Of course, it, but that for hackers like us, uh, well, yeah, because I let me tell you what, buddy, I've never stepped uh, up and visualized a shit shot. Yeah, I'm not, I, I like the idea of visualization, but it yeah. has a it has an air of that kind of Jim Carrey weirdness where it's like he wrote himself a ten million dollar right, check. Right. I, I could do that. Yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna because I mean that's fucking stupid. The uh, the best part uh, or one of the funniest. <laughs> I am envisioning hitting this ball ten feet down into the fucking <laughs> ladies' tee box. One of the funniest. No one's ever done that. One of the funniest things I remember hearing when we were playing for the front nine, Banks and Brian were up by one by the yeah. time we were done, and on the back nine, Dad and I made up some ground and going into the 18th hole me and dad were up one mm. so we they were up then we were tied now we we're up and I tee up and I probably hit my best drive of the day probably went 270 yards straight in the on the fairway and when dad saw that he's like well I'm just gonna see like what I can do I'm gonna you know and he ended up kind of slicing it he was trying to hit it too hard he just wanted to see because he knew we could play our lie and this is my golf this is how it goes Great drive. Everybody's congratulating me. Brent, you're actually, you know, I'm surprised you can do this. Your dad loves you more with every good job. And then we get to the ball and I top it. Like, that's my golf game. Great shot, terrible shot. Great shot, terrible shot. It's it's a yin-yang like that. So it's starting to look like we're not going to get to the green in as many strokes as Brian and Banks. They could recover and win. And then I just hit this beauty seven iron straight, dropped it right on the green. Mm. And so now we're all on the green, and me and Dad are still up one because Brian and Banks, I think they shanked one too. So the the score is still the same. And I just hear Brian go, God damn it, fucking 2020. If Brent beats me in a sport, I'm going to be so mad. (laughs) (laughs) And you did win? No. Dad putted first. He missed it. I tried to putt inside his line, and I lipped out, and we ended up tied 87-87. It's a tie. Yeah. That's why we're rematching. Honestly, that's a win for you. 
Well, yeah. Over Brian. That was just the funny, funny was like, 2020, man, it's a weird year, because if Brent beats me in a sport, I'm going to be so mad. He would be mad. This could be like a vacation ruiner, depending upon the how the golf game goes. Well, now that, like, it's, you know, it's semi-serious, like rematch, Signal Hill, same team, somebody's got to win. Are you going to be masked up when y'all go out in Panama City? Not on the golf course. No, really. dummy. I'm talking about for the, all the oh, other I don't think activities. we're going to really do that. I think the primary plan is just to eat in... If we get food to go, it'll be to, to go. go. You know, mom and dad went to Sharky's once when they were there a few weeks ago. They sat on the patio. You know, we might do that, maybe. Mm. We took the girls to a Victory Sandwich in Inman Park last night. Nice. Sat on the patio. They have those booths on the patio with glass partitions. Didn't feel... Why were y'all down? Y'all drove all the way down just to go to the... Kristen picture. finally wanted to get a haircut. She'd been waiting forever to mm. go. So we it's a went long down, drive. Went down there to see our friend who cuts hair, and I was like... The girls went to school yesterday. If they're going to get exposed to COVID, it's most likely going to happen there. Let's go to a fucking restaurant. Like, we're down here. It's dinner time. Let's just go eat. Nice. We'll sit on a patio. Victory seems clean. We'll go there. And they had partitions up. And every restaurant down there masks unless you're at your table. That's the rule. Yeah. Because we were actually... Well, you're in Atlanta now. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were waiting. Not Fayetteville. We got to the hair salon super early. We had time to kill. It was on the belt line. I said, let's walk to Lady Bird. I went there for Jeff's birthday, I think, last year. Lady Bird's all right. I said, let's just go sit on that patio. It's a huge patio. We'll get beers from the window, and we'll just chill for a bit. It was nice. Like, we haven't done this since March, excluding that one hiccup in Blue Ridge where the old lady coughed on us. Right. Which we never got sick from. Right. <laughs> but speaking of that, you know, uh, producer Burke's mom had it, the sniffles. She took a test, mm. right? And I think she took it on a, a Wednesday. No, no. Yeah, she took it on a Wednesday, I believe. He, he can correct us later on this. Yeah. Anyways, the long and short of it is, I went. I I've been getting weekly tests. Really? I have tested once. I have no reason not to, and I'll tell you why. The place that I go to, I timed it this time. Mm-hmm. From from pulling up to the first little tent, mm-hmm. it's at this park up in Marietta. So there, you go through the first tent where they check you in with your QR code that you've already registered. Mm-hmm. And it's usually Air National Guard guys. Yeah. From that contact to out of the facility, which is actually one of these places, that can, it's an old rodeo. Mm-hmm. They just turned it into a drive-through thing. Yeah. So from first contact to scan code to thing up my nose and out the door was three and a half minutes. How is that? How is the thing in the nose? Is it- it's uh, not pleasant. No. I've gotten used to it. Anyways, the, whole, the, the point of this was I started, I, I went once because we were going down to Auburn. Mm-hmm. And I said to Leah, I was like, this thing whole took five minutes and I got results back in like three days. So they tell you antibodies too or just if you have no, COVID? No, just this is just if you have COVID. I okay. said, I'm going to go back next week on the same day on Wednesday Went there and I was I was in and out a little it was fifteen it was a lot more cars there because mm-hmm. usually there was no one this time there was a little bit it was like a fifteen minute wait and she had to get a test too so she mm-hmm. came with and I, this was where it got weird because every one of them <laughs> says wait three to five days we got results back in eleven hours mm. unheard of turnaround yeah so I've gone two more weeks and so like this time or yesterday when I went and did this. Uh, I was in and out in three and a half minutes. I got the results back in 13 hours. I mean, it's a, I'm like, I don't have any reason not to do this. It's yeah. free. If I can make sure that if, if I'm good, then we're probably all good. You pull it. Hey, Terry. Hey, Austin. Like, they, I mean, I, I did say I did say to Leah, no, it seems like they have a, it seems like it's like they rotate pretty regularly because I haven't seen anyone. Mind you, they're all masked up too. Yeah. But I haven't seen anyone 
that I know yet, and I haven't. Ha- I'm waiting for it because I yeah. know it's going to happen. Because the last time I went, the girl was like, "Why are you?" Because she was she was so nice, but she yeah. came out. She's like, "Why are you smiling? You're here to get a COVID test." I was like, "Oh no, I just love y'all so speedy. This is just the best prize." I was like, "I just I was like, so you've been tested before?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," but I didn't want her to fall yeah, up yesterday. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I was like, no one's taking them. If, yeah. Let me let me put. If there was a line mm-hmm. and there were short demands, I wouldn't do it unless I felt sick. But in the precautionary method and it yeah. being so close, I don't have any reason not to do it. Mm-hmm. Wednesday mornings are my free day, so I schedule this thing for like 8.30. Wake up, have a coffee, take a shit, get my COVID test. Go, I smoke a cigar, I go get my COVID test. They shove the thing up my nose. It's not One lady was a little bit more vile than the other four mm-hmm. that have done this, but... She seemed to like really want to hit the brain. It's like whenever you get tapped for an IV, some people are real good at sliding a needle in. Yeah. Somebody's like, no, nope, I, it, I always, it, we've talked about. It. It. I always had. They'd always. I never had an issue because they were like, oh boy, we love you because there's mm-hmm. just I'm so vascular. But the, when I not, had to, when I had to do it regularly, the nurse that I saw uh, liked seeing me because she knew that she could just stick it right in Frankenstein's nose on my elbow. Yeah, it's funny and, if you actually look at your hand. It's like you can see, you're more aware of your vascular than you, right. than you think you are. But yes, I've I've been in that position. There's a COVID I, testing facility right here at Brandsmart. <laughs> nobody is ever there. I drive past it probably nine times a day, and nobody is ever. The they, are they just, charging for it? I don't know. Okay. But the thing I haven't I haven't gone to get tested one because I'm paranoid that going to get tested will expose me to it and give it to me. That's so, really dumb. Like. I, that's a that's just a fear I have. It's a stupid fear. And two, I don't want to get tested unless I feel sick. I forgot the last half of the story that I was even saying. Mm-hmm. I've been confirmed negative in a three week period of time mm-hmm. before she got her results back. Oh, Leah. To this day, no. Oh. Uh, Producer Burke's mom got tested oh. like I guess almost three and a half weeks ago. Oh. And I have to assume they lost that fucking sample and no yeah. one's calling her back. Yeah. Because if there's a turnaround time, because at this point, like Producer Burke said, it's an antibody test. Mm-hmm. If that thing comes back positive, she's still alive and well four weeks later. Yeah. I think you're good. I think you made it. Yeah. But like, holy shit, what kind of problem is this? If county by county, I can get three tests right. that confirm I'm negative in a three-week period before you get your test results back on your first. That, yeah. That's an issue, man. Well, and then not then then you have all the the stories where people get tested positive and they never have symptoms, and then they go do the antibody test and they don't have the antibodies. And then because you can answer, only have a false positive, right? And then the answer is, oh, well, you weren't really positive, right? Then. It's like so I stayed home for two weeks for nothing. Well, <laughs> it's not only that bad. No, but but, I've been going to do this, uh, and it, this is what I was going to get to you because it's been a weird week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you're all no. No, it wasn't that. On Sunday, I, I I had like I woke up and I was feeling fine, and I, I do my business. The old one and two mm-hmm. goes well. When I was done though, it felt like I still had to pee, and I was like, "There's no way," you know. Like I, I just it was a morning piss. You know how those are. Yeah, long. Yeah, and it felt good for a minute, and then, like I said, for the rest of the day, it was a. It's like I told I told the dog. I was like, it it wasn't. Painful, mm-hmm. just an annoyance because it's like that pinch you feel when you feel like you have to pee yeah. all day. Yeah. So you're going into the bathroom, but nothing's happening because there's nothing in there. UTI. Well, that's what I thought. So I went to the medic clinic, and they mm-hmm. gave me. She was like, she took the she did the blood. Your blood sugar's good. Your um, I have high blood pressure, but I've you always known that. It's not that impressive, but it, it's looking well, nice looking. 
nurse practitioner wasn't doing that. It's just it's urgent care. Uh, but she said, "Might want to shave your balls." What did she say? She said, "It's not." Oh, they did a urinalysis. So like, there's no bacteria that we can see. It doesn't mean there's not any, but it'd be highly unlikely. I can send it off. She's trying to sell stuff. I can send it off. And she's like, "Well, I, I mean, it could be your prostate, but if you're not feeling any pain." Or if you're not feeling like a pin, like if you can't have any stream, I was like, it's not really a stream issue. If mm. I have to pee, and there's definitely a difference, yeah. I can pee. Yeah, it's just constant that I feel like I have to. She said, "Yeah, I mean, I, I, I want to recommend a urologist. In the meantime, I'll give you like a really short supply of Flomax." And I was like, "What is that?" She's like, uh, "It's prostate, so that way we can try to eliminate that. But it'll essentially, if you have a, a large prostate, mm-hmm. it'll reduce it, and we'll see if that does anything." She said, it's an alpha blocker. She said, are you familiar with this stuff? Mm-hmm. Alpha blockers? Yeah. I'm not. Okay. <clears throat> so I go and pick up this prescription and it says, take it with food or just take it. I can't remember exactly what it said, but I'm looking it up, reading about it, what exactly it does. That's not the issue, right? I still feel like I have to pee. Now mm-hmm. I'm just, my muscles and my sphincter and prostate are <laughs> just fucking dead. Perfect time to bottom. Well, <laughs> I, I got so frustrated with just that kind of like feeling that I had to pee mm-hmm. <clears throat> that I was just really pissing me off. But I noticed when I got aroused mm-hmm. that that was like it seemed like that was the only thing that would curb the need to pee feeling. Mm. So I was like, well, I'll just go jerk one out. Maybe that we'll see what happens there. Or take a Viagra and live with a boner for a few hours. Yeah. I mean, but I was like, all right, I'll go jerk one out, you know, and uh I was in the mood for something like really slutty. Mm-hmm. So I went with a, uh, an older Crystal Summers um, MILF video. Not You're, you're not going to be a huge fan. You'll like the body, but you won't. The face is kind of busted. But it was always busted. It's a, not, it's, a, it's K-R. It'll autocorrect, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Here she is. So I've looked at her <clears> before, I think. I felt like slutty, fake tits, MILFish. I was in that kind of mood. Mm-hmm. And so I went with the Crystal Summers vid, and I'm you know I'm cranking away there. I'm doing my thing. I think she's a smoker. I'm gonna. She looks like the kind of yeah. person who would smoke cigarettes. I'm for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's got a really kind of an ugly vagina. So I went with. I, I went. That. that looks okay. No, no, that's with work. Some of the videos aren't great. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I went with one of her older vids. It was one of the ones too that says like "lost audition," which is such mm-hmm. bullshit because it's just one of uh, you know a thousand of these things but it was, it was you tell it's one of the older videos yeah I told you it's one, of the, it's one of the older videos I'm telling you she had some vaginal restoration done for sure this is definitely before that yeah um, but I, like I said that was after years of getting beat out <clears throat> anyways that's not the point so I'm in there and I'm doing my shit and I and I this I gotta get ready for this I fucking get to the moment I'm living it I don't feel like I have to pee I'm about to fucking Yoke, like all the things are better in my world right now. Yeah. Feel the intenseness. Oh, orgasm. No cum. Mm. My head almost exploded. Because I was like, what just happened here? Because I had every sensation that goes along with this. Yeah. Every bit of enjoyment. This is like the first time I jerked off. Yeah. <laughs> but nothing. Right. And so now I'm in like a panic mode. Because mm. I'm mm. like, I can't come. It feels like I need to pee all the time. I probably have cancer of the penis. Like, because that's where my brain goes. Yeah. 
is like that's the same part of my brain that doesn't want to get a COVID test because I'm afraid there's going to be COVID on a glove and they're going to stick it in my face. That's, that's pretty stupid. Like, stuff. are they changing their gloves routinely? No. So if you've got COVID and they swab you and then I come behind you, you don't. And they swab you me, understand the swabs? Uh, again, that's a pretty stupid one. But I understand only, what I you're saying. I want to get close to COVID. Period. That's fine. I think it's more like you don't want to find out you're positive because they're not going to take these aren't reusable nose swabs i, I mean they I this know, is a with process the, with the outfit and the gloves they could have covid all over them no no not at all but anyways <laughs> i'm talking to charlie no no trundle i was going by trundle at the time uh you've never had fruit no <laughs> what was it pears i think it was pears, it was pears. I've never had a pear never had a pear never had what? a blueberry either Anyways, we're going to the Italian market. Uh, so I'm, the very next inclination is after you've convinced yourself that you for sure have cancer of the dick is you start Googling. Mm-hmm. And it is a humbling thing to Google. I had an orgasm, but no ejac- – or like to word it, mm-hmm. you know? And so now I'm balls deep in this research. I'm full of cum. And wondering what happened. Yeah. Why did it, like, what's going on? I'm looking up dry orgasm is where I started, I believe. And then there's a whole fucking reading list about that, any number of causes, most mm-hmm. of them surgical. So I'm feeling slightly better. True. I get down to one that's called retro uh, retrograde orgasms. Yeah. yeah, Dr. Drew's talked about that. That's what this guy had. Mm. Because the very first or sentence or two mm-hmm. says a, a very common reaction when someone's taking an alpha blocker, <laughs> which is exactly what I had taken four hours earlier. Right. And I could literally feel my, like that, I, whatever is going on down there, you can literally feel it go like, mm-hmm. just like, we're not going to do anything. Yeah. And so what happened was, is, yeah, I did blow that load into my fucking bladder. <laughs> I'm telling Leah all this, and I'm like, can you believe this shit? Yeah. I did blow That load was probably huge based on yeah. the feel. I just yoked in my own bladder. I just yoked in my own bladder. Yeah. So I immediately... I like, start peeing cum. Well, it takes... A, I couldn't. Yeah. Because, again, that's what the worst part was. Like, it's an empty bladder just filled with semen now. <laughs> I, I just... I just... My bladder's like, oh, come on! It's many a gay men's wet dream. Yeah. Just Ooh. fill me with cum. Oh. <laughs> I hadn't thought about it that way. <laughs> I'm, like, kind of gay now. Load me up. I've loaded myself that's with cum. That's one of my favorite things that Bert Kreischer says on Two Bears, One Cave. He's like, I just... I, I have such a fear of being cummed in. I yeah. don't want anyone to come in. <laughs> Said I, I would survive jail, and if someone had to rape me, that's fine. Just don't come in. I don't want to be cummed in. Well, anyway, Tom's like, that's not going to happen to you. So I feel, I feel like I've identified the problem. I feel very secure in my identification. But I mean, early the next morning, I was, I had already made a doctor's appointment for general physical, but that was like two weeks out. So I called this urologist. They gave me the number of. And she was like, do you want to see us next week or this week? I was like, I want to see ASAP if I can. Mm-hmm. She said, well, we can get you in tomorrow. You uh, have no idea how much jizz is in my Well, right yeah, I, you have no idea. I mean, this was a Crystal Summers look. I was look. building it, yeah. Do you know Crystal Summers? I was building it. This was that lost audition tape where she just, Her like, fake tits are busted, but <laughs> it really did something for me. So, she said, yeah, come in at 8.30. <laughs> so, I go in to see this guy, and I'm... I'm walking him through like the general last few days feeling and of frustration and just you know how you get sick 
This is what this is. I, I can't speak for anyone else. I feel like we have something in common as far as like the, we 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 visualize the worst mm-hmm. right right away. Yeah, we have that in common. But I often think like every time I get in that situation, I'm like. Oh, man, I just don't. T- it's all taken for granted. Everyone out there just pissing freely, and I'm over here like, well, I can't. I can't wait to get through this, through this, through yeah. this. Yeah. And I'm just fucking. I'm just a real bitch. I'm like, and I'm thinking I have like ball cancer, so I'm asking Leah if we can watch Christmas movies. I'm a fucking basket case. <laughs> I'm like writing my will in my head. You know, said, if I die, you gotta remarry. V can't grow up without a dad. Yeah, but it can't be anyone I know. Like <laughs> all the rules, you know. If she grows up fatherless. She's gonna be a stripper. Yeah, and that's exactly what I talked about on the pod. <laughs> also, erase all the pods. <laughs> you have to remarry a guy with a tiny dick and a great personality. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a stipulation in a man's will. You may remarry, but he has to have an average to smaller dick than mine. Yeah. He's got a, and an okay personality. If it's not smaller, it's got to be weird looking. Yeah. yeah. Wider's cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking penis requirements and wills. Um, so I'm talking to him, though, and, he, and I told him, I got to the part, and I said, and when I went to the clinic, uh, they gave me uh, Flomax. And he's like, yeah, okay. And I, said, I started taking it uh, the first night, and I didn't take it the second night. Just because it never helped the first night, I know I should probably do more dosage to actually see. Mm-hmm. But I'll, well, I'll, I'll listen. No, 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 no. I was not even going to say it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's still not something. I just said all I said was kind of opaquely. It had some side effects. I wasn't a huge fan of. Without skipping a fucking beat, this you young doctor. It? Yeah. Did you blow a load? Did you yoke in your bladder? <laughs> I would love to have that doctor. I'd come back to my urologist for oh, yeah. everything. If my doctor, a blood pressure, yeah, just simple blood checkups. Yeah, if my doctor talked to me the way Banks does, he'd be my doctor. He'd be my all. fucking doctor. Yeah, yeah that, that more doctors should know that. I'm not looking for Patch Adams. <laughs> I'm looking for the guy that talks to me like, you know, guys yeah, your talk. Your dick's fine. Yeah. Your dick's fine. I see dicks all the time. Dude, I can't even imagine. Why do you think I chose dicks? I don't want to look at fucking this puss one, all the time. This one looks like most of them. Yeah, he's pretty like, fucking terrible. The dicks you see on the internet, now, they're, not, they're not really out there that so, much. I said he goes. I mean, like, like I said, when I said unwanted side effect, he without a second's hesitation said retrograde ejaculation, and I said, "Yeah." He goes, "I absolutely know that." I, not enough people, especially pharmacists. I don't know why they think the pharmacist would tell me. Yeah, like while everyone else is in line. Uh, now, so John, you know. just just so you know. Uh, you're not going to blow any load on this. <laughs> You'll feel like you did. Yeah. Perhaps even feel like it might have been one of your best loads, mm-hmm. but it's going right into your empty bladder. <laughs> Uh, no, so I don't know who he thought was going to tell me that. Right. But he always says when he does with young with young men that he the first thing he leads out with this is an alpha blocker. Mm-hmm. If you're not having any problem with getting mm-hmm. erections and you, and you do get aroused and decide to be sexually active, just be aware you're going to have the sensation of an orgasm, but there will be no quote unquote evidence. You you're will not ejaculate. Alpha block, you're coming. You're going to your end your fucking bladder. <laughs> so when I, I said I. I was like, Doc, I know how people are, and everyone's a doctor, just like everyone's a scientist now. But I did Google that and found it and actually felt much better because all the things going through my head before that right. were very scary. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. And I said, uh, and the, I said this, this morning's urination was quite cloudy. I mean, it was like all the things that the, the, the web said were going to happen yeah. happened. All that semen did actually get uh, out of there. a lot of swimmers. But, I mean, he— this guy was okay as far as doctor standards, but he a little like right after that, without any kind of buffer period, went, "All right, let's uh, drop your pants." And it, 
wasn't the examination. <laughs> how how great is this though? Because we were just talking about fingers in the butt last pod. Uh, no, he didn't mention anything about. Pro- I was fully oh. prepared for a prostate. Oh, he didn't get a digit. I I even got up early, took a shower because I said, you know what? If I'm gonna do this, pre lube. No, that's a good question. A guy asking is, what do I need to? Pre-loop? I think you guys. I would be more secure if I would if I just a first layer of loop. Because I'm trusting this guy. I'm sure he's gonna over lube it. But but I woke up. I totally the night before. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the right thing here. I'm gonna do. If I was a doctor, I'm gonna do what I would hope the patients would do. Hey babe, I'm gonna put the number two guard on my beard trimmer. Can you get my tan here? (laughs) I didn't do that. (laughs) But I did make sure that it was fucking white wall whitewashed. You know, I gave it I gave it a good scrub. Yeah. And I didn't. And this, I you know, you did the whole process of the morning first, poop, pee, shower, yeah. that yeah. order. Uh, but yeah, I was fully prepared for it. But he just wanted to drop my pants to do. I thought he was going to say drop and get on the table, and that's yeah. where. I, but it was just drop, and the man was sitting on the stool. So I was like, oh, he's just face to face. And I didn't really have a problem with the ball rub because he's checking for cancer. You do your work. Yeah. Didn't really have a problem with the fact that he was a little. Closer than I remember the doctor's getting. Did you feel his breath on my dick. I didn't say that. It wasn't that close because the masks were on and everything. You know, he's got his mask. I've got mine. And it really wasn't that the conversation just kept going naturally. That mm-hmm. actually made it better. I think right. made it less awkward. Just this small Costanza moment at the end. This little flick of the tip. And I, I'm not. I'm not making this up. It wasn't like he like flicked it like a friend right. would flick the paper football. Mm-hmm. It was. I assume a, a, a hole check, mm. but like he went to the tip and did this like spreading maneuver with his fore and thumb, and it was a little. The his thing rock. is, it was a little too quick for me to think he established anything. Yeah, and so I'm like, is that? Like a calling card? Is he like, <laughs> looks good, tink? You know, yeah. like, uh, just for a minute. Because, yeah. again, I fully think the man was being professional sure. with his with his look around. Sure. But it was, the, it was just the, the, the yeah. little dink at the end where he just nicked the head. And it just like, is that scientific? Is or, that or, or, yeah. Or are you just fucking my dick? Because I'm coming straight out of reading about this guy that just got like 40 years in prison. Mm-hmm. He basically became a gynecologist just so he could get his lifelong jollies off on vaginas. Mm. Like, he had these women convinced this was normal, some of the shit he was doing. Right. When other gynecologists are like, what the fuck? Like, not... You don't give anyone oral (laughs) while they're in the stirrups? What what obstetrician? I do. Well, yeah, the one guy. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, it was was an interesting... I like the idea of your doctor, like, filling out his report with the nurse, like, did you check the pee hole? (laughs) Well, I gave it a quick flick. Did it look that way? (laughs) Quick flip. I thought you were you didn't like you didn't open and swap. No, nah, I mean it looked alright from the outside. I give it a quick like toss. It, it, little, good. Just a little, it was like a spread and flick. That's what yeah. it was. It was like a spread and flick. Yeah, put it out. Not not impressive, but nice looking. Anyways, <laughs> long and short, he said, and I, I mean, without I mean I don't know how you know he gave me large asp or large ibuprofens and something that's supposed to calm my bladder, but uh, I think we're, he just said it was in some kind of inflammation that it would run its course. Mm. And when I heard that, it was like we've talked about quite often on on, the, on here. It mm. was that first like, man, getting old is going to suck because yeah. some of these things that can't be explained that aren't the worst, right? Like they're not. They make you feel better because you're like, okay, I don't have dick cancer. Mm-hmm. 
They aren't the worst, but they're also like, it's just uh, your fucking bladder's inflamed. Yeah. We, you know, you're just 36 and... Yeah. No, I mean, you know, the human body... Maybe you're drinking too much of one thing. Yeah. yeah. It'll just body, pass. My human body, for a long time, and it still is if I dwell on it too much, kind of like, you know, can't watch the Green Inferno. It'll ruin my week. Yeah. I can't dwell too much because for the longest time... You well, fell apart there for a while. For a long time, if I went to investigate an ailment, I was like, oh, you're going to need major surgery. I'm like, really? Why? It's like, well, your gallbladder is just full of goo. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, I love that just full of goo. Like, you know, like yeah, was, you love your doctor. Yeah, when I was, Bro, you're just yoked. You're when fucking... I was, you know, 12, I'm like, Dad, I think I've got three balls. Like, you don't have three balls. I saw you. I, I changed your diapers. Like, well, I'm pretty sure I have three balls now. <laughs> He's like, all right, well, I'm going to have to see this. You know, so I'm like, I'm hiding my dick and showing my balls to my dad at 13. He's like, yeah, that's not right. We got to go see a dick doctor. Oh. You know, I've stood between the testicular. That was the hernia? Yeah. The, between so the, hernia drops into your balls? So there's two kinds of hernias, testicular and the other one. The other one is when you get something bulging out of your waistline. Right, right, right. The way a testicular hernia works is whatever age you are when your balls drop, you know, in infancy, my right ball just brought some stomach tissue with it. Oh, nice. And over the next 12 years, that tissue just grew and got inflamed and eventually was a third bulge in my nutsack. Nice. Uh, Which, man, I have to say, you're probably lucky to be at 13 because you might not yet be thinking the work. I mean, because if I had a similar situation now, it's like... Oh, this is definitely ball cancer. Yeah. No. So between the testicular hernia and the mini cock and ball exams before and after the surgery to make sure everything looked normal, and then you flash forward to I don't know twenty nine thirty years old when all of a sudden I had this blinding pain in my right nut that wouldn't go away for like a day or two, and then I would get a break, and then I get the same blinding pain in my left nut. Uh, I called my regular doctor and explained this to him over the phone. He said, "That's oh, prost- the stones." Yeah, no, he said that's prostatitis. He said you have an acute infection in your prostate, and it's. He said your balls are connected by your prostate. That's right. the one thing. He said so that infection is like sending some pain down to this one, and then it's coming back up, and it's sending some pain down into this one. So I had to go see him. I had to have my dick and balls in his face. <laughs> You know, then he recommended that I go see a proctologist because it's the prostate. That's the this dude. I did not like him. He was an old man, and he was just like straight to all right, drop him and finger <laughs> in the butt, turn around, cock and balls. And just, I've had my dick and balls in the face of many a doctor. So it's <laughs> this is exactly what I told my man here though. This I was like, I don't want to see you tomorrow. I hope this is gone. And I gotta say, I, honestly, I'm trying to end this streak that I have with doctors. And he said, What do you mean? I said. There was a while there where anytime I met a new doctor, it was either for a massive cyst above my <laughs> asshole or some problem with my dick. Just yeah. the same as you, where it was like I used to get a lot of UTIs. It's not those aren't common for dudes. Yeah. And I wasn't well, sexually I, I wasn't sexually active, so they're particularly oh, weird. So these weren't like from like dirty mom mouths. No. Oh. <laughs> You're such a dick. I didn't blow, I didn't get blown by that many moms. That it would have been like there is one mom that definitely could have given me prostatitis or something <laughs> with her mouth. I'll be honest. There was one mom where even a blowjob, I was like, Ew. Did you do mouthwash today? Uh, really? I don't even think you brushed. <laughs> and I can tell your saliva is like Diet Cokey. You yeah. know, like it's just, this is not. Uh, yeah. But uh, I was just saying, I, I, I want to stop seeing new doctors with dick and balls and asshole problems. <laughs> You know, I, why can't I just have can, like a back problem? Yeah, can I just come in with like a goiter? Can like, I have a fever or something? <laughs> Sore throat, maybe. 
I'm having a problem with his ear, Doc. You know, like something. Well, let me see your dick. <laughs> <laughs> <Our> oh. <time. laughs> That's a good skit. Every time he goes to your doctor, he gets so preconditioned that even when you come in, be like, look, I'm stuffy. I've been having headaches. I can't taste <laughs> anything. I can't taste anything. Every sign of COVID. Oh, yeah. Let Let's drop dick. those bottles. <laughs> Oh, I think you're good. Hey, hello again. Just puts his gloved hand behind it, lifts it up, and we're like, all right, now let's take a look at your throat. Balls are dropping. (laughs) 35, wait till 50. Yeah, I think about that, like, in terms of age, like, it'll suck when there's an ailment that they can't explain, and you're like, ah, fuck. It's just happening. Yeah. But, like, like I said, like... Like, my situation is improving. I told him I felt like the worst day of it was the day before, Mm -hmm. and I went and saw him yesterday. Yeah. So I felt like Tuesday was the worst. Sunday was the was the <clears throat> Sunday was more of like I uh, probably have a UTI, mm-hmm. and you feel okay with that. Yeah. You're like, this is gonna suck, but I can get some antibiotics. Yada yeah. yada yada. Monday, I was like, oh. Tuesday, I was like, this is not like I need to figure this out. I just came. Wednesday in my was life. I just explained that like yeah. Wednesday was explaining the yolk into my into my shit, and then him giving me basically just giant ibuprofens mm-hmm. and bladder quieters. Right. And today, uh, it's it's been a better day. Well, and and, the, and here's the, the real best part of all this. If you can find a bright spot, I, I made mom laugh pretty good with this. I said, I've been con- so concerned with my perut that I haven't, the, the week has flown by and Georgia, <laughs> Georgia plays Saturday. If I hadn't had this yeah. dick problem, this piss problem, mm-hmm. it would still be Tuesday. Right. It would feel like that. The right. week would have gone incredibly slow. But now, tomorrow's Friday, and the yeah. dogs play Saturday. So it's like that Friday is always a fun day. It's that day where all day, that's what I'll think about is the game on Saturday. Sure. And then, you know, I don't know. Well, It'll just be the start of football. And I got to tell you, in the past, you know, we've done some seasons on here, and I've been jacked. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know if it's a product of the year and yeah. the goings-on. I don't know if it's a product of just seeing how small and infinitesimal that whole process really is in the grand scheme of things. Mm -hmm. But I don't have that same – I'm just as invested. I'm just going to – I'm still going to watch. I'm still going to scream. I'm still going to yell. But it's like something broke Mm -hmm. in the dam, you know? Like a little water is getting through where it's like this doesn't much matter. It's like that finally that feeling of like, I wish I didn't care so much is kind of coming to fruition. Right. Where it's like, you know, if they lose a football game, 200,000 people have died of corona and no one gives a shit in this country. I think that's the better story, you know? Like, that's the one I'm I'm more like, you know, and like, and every time I have a problem like this, I guess I'm writing obituaries in my head. And every one of them is a fucking disappointment. (laughs) So now it's like, maybe I should. Stop waiting for that situation mm-hmm. and then having all this wave of fucking nausea and guilt for not living a full life yeah. <laughs> and start doing some of the things that you're like, that guitar just hangs there, you know? I can't, I don't know a note. Yeah. I can play, uh, I think I play a C. Yeah. It's like little things are like, all right, Slipper the game it. is cool, but like, I'll watch it, be a yeah. fan, but I'm not going to be like, it's not going to ruin my Sunday anymore. Right. It's not going to make me like, cut off, disconnect from all people for four days and fucking go into a hole. That line of thinking, for me, has always been kind of the turnoff of it in general. Like, going to a wedding and listening to a dozen grown men complain that the bride chose the Georgia-Florida game day. Who gives a fuck? 
fuck. You don't see these people ever. <laughs> You're right. at a wedding with people you never see. Who gives a shit? Wait a minute. What was this scenario? Like when you go, like, I've heard my dad say this, like, I've heard grown men bitch that a bride chose the Saturday that Georgia plays Florida and the wedding's right in the middle of the game. I'm yeah. not going to get to see. And it's just all they talk about the whole time. Right. Just can't enjoy the wedding. Can't enjoy the reception. I miss the George Florida. Like, well, who gives a fuck? I wouldn't bitch about it, but I also wouldn't go to the wedding. <laughs> well, it's just like if it's a family wedding, one you got you're in the wedding. It's a well known thing. I mean, it's pretty common knowledge. If you're going to plan a fall wedding, mm-hmm. I mean, even bride magazines say See, be, will, be aware that you're most likely inviting yeah. at least fifty to sixty people or percent of your wedding party. Well, will base their entire schedule. Well, that's fine. I'm, I'm, when my daughters inevitably one day get married, I'm like, choose whatever fucking Saturday you want. If your uncles and grandfathers can't handle it because Georgia plays that day, then they just don't have to come. As we're not going to, you know, I say that around Adelaide's birthday with Thanksgiving all the time. You know, so there's going to be a year. I haven't looked that far ahead, but she's going to like have a birthday where she's turning 16 on Thanksgiving. It's going to happen because of the way the calendar falls. I said, and if and when that year comes, she gets top priority. Fuck Thanksgiving. Yeah. Don't give a shit about it. Mm-hmm. And I've said this in front of my in-laws. Like, well, we got to do Thanksgiving. Like, no, we don't. Yeah, we don't. We don't have I know, to. especially with your in-laws. I don't want Listen, any more dry Adelaide turkey. Adelaide is turning a significant age and wants to go to Qzar, which doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> I'm going to build one. Brent's going to make it happen. And if she wants pizza for her birthday, because that's her favorite food at that age, that's what we're having on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Fuck Thanksgiving. Yeah. So that's kind of my attitude, too. You're kind of hostile towards that that family as far as holidays anyway, though. Well, So yeah. don't you feel like, even if it was like, a, not even, birthday fell close. I don't know. It does fall close every year. I I, I've, well, I've always just been hostile towards Thanksgiving in general. General, like, I know. it's a throwaway holiday. For me. I I enjoy it. I enjoy the pie. That's a, you know, yeah. it's about the all. I have I have said I have noticed that with each passing year, it's the same story with it's coming up the grandmother that we end up with every Thanksgiving. It's just it's like we've discussed with the, with the, when she does her Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, brunch menu, and she <laughs> and she takes the time to send it out every year as if yeah. there's an, a need for that. Oh, look, potato salad. You should just re-forward every year. Just go back <laughs> and forward what you did the year before. It's the same recipe. Mm-hmm. I, you know what's crazy though? I am I mean, for some people though. <laughs> I mean, there, it's not everyone. Yeah, but like the meal that if I took a picture of what I would create out of what we're presented with every year, mm-hmm. it's a pretty plate. Yeah. But it's exactly the same mm-hmm. every year. Yeah, there like, might be one new addition of something like a desserty. Right. There are there are holidays for people that are Groundhog Day of the movie. But here's the thing: I've been to some Thanksgivings that were absolutely <clears throat> phenomenal, mm-hmm. and it's because they chose to say, "I don't really think it necessary to cook what everyone else is cooking." Yeah. You Let's make the Italian the Thanksgiving, Italian in, Texas, Thanksgiving right? in Texas yeah. was by far. Yeah. The Greek prom it, Thanksgiving I had it, at 20 was... Leo knows my dream is to have a Sunday dinner like the Sopranos mm-hmm. where the this, there's no space on the table that's not red sauce covered and yeah, uh, other yeah, stuff. Just noodles and sauce. Noodles and different sauce. Different types of that noodles and ricotta, sauce. That one's got ricotta. That one's got meatballs. Bechamel. Different cheese yeah. here. Mozzarella. Yeah. All of that we, shit. And then there's, there's like, you know, a cannolis coming out of the got fridge. We've in the fridge. All of it. Yeah. And that was as close as I'd ever gotten after right. I had bitched the whole way about not getting my traditional... I want my turkey. I want my ham, never turkey. 
And when she when there's brajul and you realize what that actually is mm-hmm. is this beef that just falls apart yeah. in red sauce with gnocchi mm-hmm. and like fresh pasta over. I mean, I was like, this is what Thanksgiving should be. Yeah, is not. This like, is a meal I want to give thanks. And about. I think ultimately, me and Lee agreed. Like when the time comes for us to do Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. we will, you know, pay an homage. Yeah. To what we grew up with and what the the holiday looks like to Americana. For those of you who I want do a like, traditional meal, this sad plate over here has some turkey and <laughs> potatoes on it. The no, rest of us will be eating no, this delicious be, bread. There will always be – my compromise is always going to be honey-baked ham. Mm-hmm. And there will be poultry of some kind. Yeah. But it may or may not be turkey. Right. I can roast chickens and have that be just as delicious, if not better. Sure. Or I can do game foul. I can. I mean, there's all number of different ways we could go with it. But one thing I was like, I'll be doing different stuff. Mm-hmm. One Thanksgiving might be the Italian dinner. <clears throat> the next might be an Indian fo- just explosion because I like Indian food. Mm-hmm. We have like f- five different types of curries. We've got homemade bread. If you want beef, we've got something that's stewed in the ground for 12 hours. Yeah. But we're about making the holiday. If you're going to make the holiday – Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. whatever. Even if we only you know obliquely discuss it, let's do it with something different. Because this same year of like dry ass, I don't know how you do this. Like, what, I, she does it, and it makes you wonder. Like yeah. to her, is this good? this is her ideal stuffing? Right. I've been, and I won't like say it was just because they were black folks and they were the best cooks ever. But mm-hmm. I was like that stuffing. Yeah, stuffing that was not runny; it was just moist. Mm-hmm. It didn't; it couldn't be formed into like a flat pan glob. Right, it, like it was something scooped and it's crumbled, and I mean, it had been inside the turkey. Right. Whatever my grandmother is creating with this stuff, I have mm-hmm. to literally pour a gravy boat over it. Yeah. To make it like not so dry, and then it becomes tasty. Mm-hmm. But because I had to add like. 800 calories to it and salt, you know? Yeah. And it's so fucking dry. And every year she rolls out that thing. Wouldn't it be something to find out that she's been a long time listening? Because <laughs> she loves, you know, she loves her people. Grandmother does the 4th of July food. That she, yeah. yeah. Just like Christmas. Every, yeah. every, every Christmas is the same. You know, it's funny. A few weeks ago, my mother and father-in-law came over to go to the pool with the girls. And Kristen told them I would make steak because the weekend before... I just decided I'm going to do butter-basted steak on a stovetop. I've never done it. My father-in-law does a dry marinade of seasoning and charcoal grill. Dad does a wet marinade and and gas grill. Mm. But, like, the steaks that I really like, like the Little Alley steaks, I know what they're doing back there. They are cast iron stovetop, thyme, garlic, and butter basting Mm. the shit out of that steak. And that's where all that flavor comes from. It's like, I don't have cast iron, but I have stainless steel. You can do it with that. I'm going to figure this shit out. Wait, you don't have a cast iron? No. I have, do you want one? Sure. I have like five. Mm-hmm. We got we got another four from a neighbor. Yeah, no, I'll take one. All right. So I tried it out, and I didn't get the temperatures right, but it was the first time. I gave myself a pass there. The But here's the, how good it was. The girls don't eat steak, and they ate all of the steak. Mm-hmm. Them. They loved it. Kristen was over the moon about it. And so she just told her mom, like, bro, I'll make steak. I said, I said that method is really like two people, yeah. three max. I said I cooked the girl steak first because they don't give a shit about temperature, right? And then I put a massive ribeye in the pan that we halved after I basted it. So now I have to cook five steaks with one pan. Mm-hmm. So I had I worked it out, and you can always rest them. Well, well, what I did was I cooked two at a time while two were resting, and I, I made it work. 
Uh, I did green beans the way I do them, and I did roasted potatoes in the oven. We're sitting there, we're eating, and my mother-in-law, probably a hundred times, like, oh my God, Brent, the flavor in this. It's just, I, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how you put flavor into food like this. And I was like, well, it's just butter and salt and pepper mm. and thyme with the butter. Like, I just, I, I, this food is so tasty. I, I, I just don't know how you season food this well. She just kept saying it over and over mm. and over again. And I was like, and my mom was like, I know. I know you don't. Mm-hmm. But the whole time I was thinking, it's not hard. Like, mm-hmm. all I did was put salt on these steaks yesterday. Yep. <laughs> Cured then, them a bit. And then, and let them sit in the open air in the fridge to really kind of dry out. Mm-hmm. And all that salt got absorbed in, and then it rose back to the surface, and then absorbed back in. And then I put them in a pan with more salt I love salt how you're pepper. walking this through this, though, because you're kind of like, you're kind of like belittling your accomplishment while also sucking your own dick at the same time. This segment's beautiful because you're ba- – it's nothing. It's, you know, all I did, all I did was put some salt overnight, let that get down in there. So what happens is the process pushes them back out the yeah. next day. I mean, that's no big yeah. thing. You just my, pop – like you're, my, you're sucking your own dick. My thinking was all you got to do is get the salt and pepper out and start applying and tasting. So apparently your wings and your steaks are – well, these steaks were good. I want fucking wings. I haven't. Well, I haven't had wings. I might wing ranch at night. I might drive Speaking by the wing of, ranch. I haven't had wings since my last wing ranch visit because they were just bad. You said they were not good. Well, you, listen, were, man, you can't go to a place for five years and get yeah. one time bad. And they then were like not gamey go back. the way like wild. You food mentioned. Is. I think you got. You, they have earned an opportunity to be given a second chance at some point. Well, yeah, I'll go back, but it's just. It's like when you get a Chick Fil A sandwich that's all gristled. I understand, and you just you don't like, have I don't, to, yeah. I don't want it, right? Exactly. Now. I don't want it. I don't exactly. Want it. But you know what? I would make hot wings at Thanksgiving. Fucking a. <laughs> so hey, I'm all down. If you all, if y'all want to do, if the world hasn't ended, and uh, if you're if you're comfortable, get a fucking COVID test, I guess, because your kids in school. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, they're doing one day a week right now, and then starting October 14th, they go back full-time. Yeah, maybe not. But one day in the future, we'll do, like, a, a family exchange Thanksgiving. Because Lee and I used to, that's where the, the famous party, where everyone was trying to bang all the people, mm. was at, originally started as a Friendsgiving that we used to go to every year. And it was fucking the tits. Sure. Because you had all manner of people. Yeah. You had the guy that hosted that would literally roast a pig in the ground. Yeah. I don't know how he said, like, 12 to 14 hours. So that was his contribution. Yeah. And then yeah. other people are bringing, yeah. like some girl from New Mexico brings green chili casserole. Somebody else was bringing just delicious food. There was no rules. Friendsgiving. We, I think we kind of did it a little bit. We mainly did it at Christmas. But we had our, our circle of friends from the city when we bought our house that would come up to the house and we would do a Christmas white elephant and meal and it was always the best because we had some vegan friends that would bring, like, vegan casseroles that they made. Mm-hmm. And somebody would bring a hand. Like, people would bring the shit that kind of was in their own groove. So you weren't getting any predictable sides. And not, right. not, not everything necessarily went together. You know, this one might have some Indian spice that doesn't match the flavor profile of anything else on the spread. But it was just so good to have something different mm-hmm. that wasn't mashed potatoes, ham, and turkey and a lot of beige casseroles. Right. And I was like, we got a good mixture here. Yeah. I like this. Those are more fun. Just and they're, I mean, you call I hate potlucks, but I I would love to be eating chicken wings. And I don't understand how more Americans don't think about it. I mean, we mm. eat so many, and then we get football on yeah. Thanksgiving. 
If someone threw out wings at a Thanksgiving, and I'm sure they do, because yeah. again, I've been to a few celebrations with some of these Southern black folks on these holidays. It's a different beast. There's no rules. Right. They're, they're cooking. I, when I when I went to a Thanksgiving with my friend, and and her dad was frying fish mm-hmm. that he had caught that morning, and homemade tartar sauce mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving, it was like, oh shit. And then there's like coleslaw mm-hmm. so you could make a fish sandwich if you wanted they had fucking pork roasting they had I mean it was like they had a turkey but it was a fried turkey they were doing yeah. the, which is a different thing altogether right I mean there's just I don't know why I think like American white women are, are the only ones still pushing <laughs> this yeah like the Karen is the only one that wants their no we have to have cranberries from like, a can yeah and we have to have dry turkey in the oven they want the Norman Rock Rockwell or um, yeah what's that Rockwell Norman painting Rock, yeah. they want that painting for their thing it's like it's not good I mean there's a reason cliches are true and that's because some <laughs> of you white stupid idiots are putting raisins and potato salad there's no yeah you don't use salt you don't use paprika you don't use things that makes things taste good right and so now it's like we, we're into like I, the other dish he puts out every year is one I enjoy but it doesn't make much it's just like dilled carrots it's a one trick pony yeah it's good it's not great <laughs> But she has a devotion to this dish. Yeah. Her devotion comes from a place of nostalgia because mm. her dad made it. My right. great-grandfather. Right. Different era. Carrots were plentiful. It was the Depression. Back then, people liked dilled foods. They would go out <laughs> They would go out and pick the wild dill. And it's yeah. not like a pickle, by the way. It's yeah. wild dill. I, I get it. They go out and they because they had access to wild dill that was free mm. and a fuckload of carrots because it— Nothing else, and they right. made dishes out of necessity that they made good. Right. But that doesn't mean <laughs> that we should be dogmatically right. religious about them, yeah. right? Like that's, that's my biggest gripe when we do in-law Thanksgiving. There's nothing green on the table. Yeah. We, 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 yeah. It's all mashed beige sides and the turkey. And it's like, I can't, can't do this. So I, I started bringing cornbread. Because the kitchen space is not limited, but he's. Got- I love your addition to the brown foods. Well done. You really, <laughs> well, you really brought. I, I couldn't. That's my point. I couldn't cook there. I had to bring something that I could make quick and easy that morning. Because there's no space in the kitchen to cook. You can make green beans well, quick and easy. So one year I brought cornbread and I brought um, green bean casserole. Oh, was oh, cool more brown. Uh, <laughs> well, you, you're taking in, you're taking in feedback from everybody else in the group. Like, well, we need more. We need more casserole. Like, All right. We'll do the green bean casserole the way my mom does it, and I'm, everybody likes my jalapeno cheddar cornbread, so that's what I bring. Mm. The only thing we steal from y'all's side is Leah is devoted to your mother's mac and cheese. Yeah, there's no mac and cheese at the end. I like food. Susan's mac and cheese. I think it's quite good. She does, too. Which one are you referring to? The one that will kill you. The one with the big noodles? The big ones. Oh, yeah. With the, like, the recipe essentially calls for animal fat, <laughs> lard. I like that one as much as the old school one that she did with the elbow macaroni. That's the one I grew up with. That's the one I like. I believe it. I believe it's probably just as good, just it's different. It's Hers wasn't... The, the Leah big cooks it. Really. Yeah. Leah cooks it a little longer, so it kind of loses that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, one bite of that, you're like, this is... This is too much because it mm. tastes too good. Mm-hmm. So I know there's a problem. Like yeah. this is, but she fucking makes that shit. She'll make <laughs> it just to have it, yeah. like freeze it. 
Yeah. I can get behind that. I like a good pan macaroni and cheese that you that's very, have on hand. I, I like the, I again, something that's never happened to me, to mm-hmm. tie it back to the original theme of this show. I like the idea of something going wrong and being presented with, like, 19 lasagnas. <laughs> you know? I don't want yeah. my wife to die. I'm not, right. I'm not looking for a Bobby Bacala situation right. here where, like, but, like, yeah, if there was, if a bunch of Italian women lived around me and uh, had a, 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 a car accident, mm-hmm. I'm going to be out of commission for a while. Right. And they start showing up with Carmela's, you know, lasagna that, com- that comes with the peppers and the right. fresh herbs that Jan tries to pass off as her own <laughs> Uncle Junior. And Uncle Junior calls her on it. Love that scene. Yeah. But... Just to have like four casseroles in my freezer and know that they're that's one thing that will actually improve. An right. Italian manicotte right. or big old lasagna, <clears throat> that cheese is actually going to get stretchier and chewier right. with time in the in the, right. in the freezer. It's like it's like crock pot chili. It's good the God, day you oh eat it. God, but, way better. But way better the next day. And even better the longer you can go until it finally ferments over. <laughs> it just gets better until yeah. it dies. Yeah. Chili's like a golf shot. It just goes up, 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 up. <laughs> I was just telling Chris, I said, with this false fall we're having right now, because I'm I'm ready for it to be 90 again, like just to wake up. Why? I'm not, not that I want it. I'm you just, complain all the time about the heat. Not that I want it. This I'm is like prepared. the ideal temperature. Oh, that's it, better. Because this, this yeah. state fucking, this state does that to you. Like, hey, mm-hmm. it's fall. Get your sweater. Wear pants to work. Ah, 95 degrees. <laughs> I'm prepared for it. I said, but with this false fall we're having right now, I said, I'm ready for some crockpot chili, some cornbread muffins. I'm ready. Like, oh, I'll roll out the wintertime, bud. Like, I just got a Dutch oven, it. too. It's going to be a whole new wintertime for me. It's my first Dutch oven. Very mm-hmm. excited about it. Now, I, you know what I want to do for Thanksgiving? I want to make, make steak in the pan. I want to make buffalo wings. Mm-hmm. I want to do like a crockpot macaroni and cheese with like Parmesan and Asiago and all the real pungent oh, yeah. hard cheeses. My, I got this Dutch oven, and mm-hmm. I, I made some red cabbage with. I know, me too. I think that's probably the problem here. I got this Dutch oven, and I, I'm uh, all I want to make right now is this insatiable desire to make like I was going to call it like campaign stew, but you know when that part in Braveheart where they're all sitting around that massive pot just mm-hmm. dipping bread. Yeah, I don't know what's in that pot. They never fucking get into it. But in my brain, it's the just a big beef earlier, stew. It. With, like, anything you could possibly find. So I like the idea of a big, hearty piece of bread and just soup that's been broiling for six hours and beef stock and beef and Mm. potatoes and carrots and parsnips and radishes. I just want dipping bread, and I can't wait for wintertime. And I I am my best cook in the wintertime because I'm very good, and Leah knows this. I'm a saucier. I can make you mm. the soups, the sauces to perfection. That's my speciality, especially soups. Yeah. You gotta, soup takes patience, man. People give that shit like the soup Nazi. Mm. I admire that man. He loved his soups. Yeah. Because he knows like it when you are proud and you're cooking a soup and you've got six hours into this thing, this thing you've created, and you know that as long as you can take it, it's going to get better. Mm-hmm. Man, and you smell it all day. I love making soup. <laughs> if you didn't know that about me. <laughs> it did not. I'm not. Soup's never my go-to. Oh, because I don't even, most of them aren't soups. Right. Most they're of them stews. are stews. Yeah. I mean, if I broke it down, they're just, I, I, I love it, man. There's nothing like taking meat and letting it cook forever. I yeah. just... That's my preferred choice because I, I mean, I, I these days I'm I'm finding that I'm not like a I guess borderline germaphobe. Like mm-hmm. everything freaks me out now. I'm like yeah. overcooking things. 
I shouldn't overcook, you know, but I'm yeah. like, I don't want to get salmonella. I'm like, I've never been afraid of that before. Why is it's just the residual effects of COVID? Yeah, you're just gonna you're gonna be like the you're gonna be this generation's grandmother who hoarded Tupperware. Yeah, you know because sure. of the Great Depression, you're just gonna be a <laughs> germaphobe for the rest of your life. Did you wash your hands <laughs> for twenty? Did you sing Happy Birthday twice? Yeah. Then go back and do it again. I feel more pee coming on, so we can edit it that. Yeah, we can wrap. We got a good two-hour show here. Woo! So we can wrap. Tommy, UFUCK. Coming up next, we've got traffic and weather. We've got sports. Skip Montevideo. We've got the COVID update coming in. We got uh, golf reviews from non-listener Sean. <laughs> yeah. Follow. <laughs>